I'm just going to go with the flow. Recorded live. Welcome, 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 welcome. Here at Beast Nation TV, represented by Beast Nation and Beast Nation Radio, this is the takeover. Epiphany Radio is taking over the Beast Nation TV broadcast. And I am your host, Beast King, and my co-host will be Lady Piranha, and then in the second hour, my monstrous other co-host, Panther coming in the building. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart and Beast Nation of Heart, we are so thankful that you have took time out y'all schedules to come celebrate with us because we honor you because y'all are my family. What's going on, Epiphany? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Hey, baby. How you feeling? Hey, baby. I hear you. It sounds like y'all... Motivating y'all relaxed and some some of y'all feel sound kinda hyped to me. And that's what I like. Because when y'all go crazy, y'all turn me up. But then I turn into like fifty people. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about taking them socks off, man. And you know, we here to take our socks off with the family. Uh you know, be in TV, man, take it. It's nothing like taking your socks off and feasting. Ah, man, we gonna feast. Oh no, 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 no! Now, without further ado, as me being Beast King, I'm gonna ask the CEO, the man with the master plan, my big brother, for real, the poet. How are you feeling tonight? Man, I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling really great and special, man. Uh, you know, I ain't been able to rest, man, because I've been thinking about this show, man, coming up, and uh just been so hype about it, man. I'm feeling really good, man. It's been a beautiful day here in Philadelphia, and uh, I can't say, man, you know, feeling really good, bro. Feeling good, man. I got my socks off. Oh, I know that's – I know you have made that a household name. Can somebody say <laughs> – take your socks off, and I know they don't know you, I get a personal problem with it. I'm like, you know my brother? I'm your, I'm your copyright. Let somebody else say that out of pocket. I feel you. Bro. No, that's right. <laughs> yes, that's what's up. And that's now, that's what's now, as a as a movement, not just epiphany as just entertainment, as a movement. I've had the pleasure and honor of learning each and every individually one of you. And even though you might not know me, I'll be around. I learned a couple of things about a few people. And what I've heard was how y'all amazing. How did you, Mr. Ferrell the Poet, Gather such a powerful family together. And, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to make it real simple for you. It was much like how we met. A couple of years ago. It's just how we met, man, and um, through conversation and just, um, you know, chilling with each other. Uh, we had some things in common, man. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm going to just keep it real started with a spiritual feeling, you know, a connection, uh, similar to what we felt. You know what I'm saying? You know how we used to uh, 
take over enigmatic mahogany show. <laughs> and because um, next man, and we started that after hour over there, and uh, and you and I, we we took it beyond doing the radio and stuff like that by by keeping in touch, man. I just felt a common bond with a lot of people, a lot of my family members that um, I, you know, I'm just so blessed to call them family, man, and, and you yourself. That's true. That's true. Very, very, very true. And as I'm learning more about you and seeing how your style has stretched and grown since I've known you, that no more rope is some serious business. That's an on-time movement for right now because things are getting ridiculous. And every time you spit that, that signature piece, you make an impact in somebody's life. You have no idea how many people that I know actually heard you spit that on this show when you spit it. Mm. Wow. Thank you, I told man. people to come to hear you. I said, you got to hear him. You you have to. So I'm so thankful. I am very, very thankful. Now I got to get to the rest of the roster because we about to have a bang-up party tonight. Is uh, my sister Melissa present? Yes, she is. Hey, hey, Beast King, what's going on? Beast Nation TV, what's happening? Oh, it's popping now because it's a Tiffany world right now. It's a Tiffany <laughs> world. Now, I've known you from Kingdom Inc. on up for a while. What made you even be a part of this epiphany world? Um, well, I had, uh, had been checking them out for a while. I think I checked them out for about two weeks. And I ended up the CEO, and uh, he posted me to go ahead and uh, jump on that. Uh, I liked what they stood for. I, I liked the... Uh, the, the family, you know, and the shows how they're they're positive and um, they're also fun at the same time. You get to you can keep it real, but you can have a good time doing it. So that was one thing that got me. So yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's and like I've heard little birdies have told me that. You are a multi-functional artist. You can sing. I heard you do a little rapping. I haven't had the pleasure of hearing you. And I heard you do multiple pile pack poems. <laughs> yes, I. Um, I guess I never looked at myself as a as a a multi. Uh, faceted artist, but um, I guess I am. I do sing a little bit. Um, I've had the occasion where I, I did rap. I participated in a um, a battle, uh, a rap poetry battle uh, on LM Radio. Um, Amori uh, set that up, and it was between Kingdom Inc. and BSR, and I had fun doing that. that, that was yeah, because when I heard it, because, you know, you know, I do a little something, something, a couple of things, a couple of things. I was like, 
she rap? Because I heard you saying, I thought she rap? What? I just wanted to hug you right there at that one moment in time. I said, let me just hug her right now. <laughs> I said, yeah. so that was something that no one would have expected from me because I started off as a, a love poet. So when uh, the battle came up, I figured um, I'm just going to go out of pocket and, and pull out something that nobody would expect. <laughs> oh, you you de- you definitely did it. I mean, they were inboxing me like crazy. They're like, you know, she rap. I said, what? I got excited. I was like, yeah, for real? I'm about to eat. Where's she at? And then they told me you did it, and I went there. I said, man, I'll say it. I'll hear it again. Now, as a now as a poet, as a poetess, what can you say to our audience, to the to the young women that's coming up in poetry? What inspiring words can you say to them? Um, don't doubt your voice. Uh, your voice is is powerful, and it will have an impact. And we all have a story, and a lot of our uh, poetry comes from the inside. But once we write it down on paper and once we speak it out of our mouth, it belongs to somebody else. So if somebody needs that, don't hold it back. That'll be life for somebody else. That'll be strength for somebody else. So never doubt yourself. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now... We don't have a couch, but we actually have a Rolls Royce. Well, you and my brother, for real, y'all can sit in the Rolls Royce. They extend it. You know, I got good credit. And I'm going to get to the next two on our journey down Epiphany's world. That's what's up. My sister, Kimbrella. Hello. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, brother? <laughs> What's good, Beast King? I'm hyped. I'm hyped because you here. And you I'm hyped because you here. Now, I've heard you. First time I heard you, actually, because a lot of people already knew about the hurricane, but the first time I personally heard you is when you did a collab with Lady J's Flavors Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that, wow, you went back. That's, yeah, that's back in the archives, yeah. And when you said your piece, combined with my God sister, my jaw dropped twice, and then I had to find the rest of my fragments. Because I said, did this woman just say, but I think she, man, shut my, man, what the, you made me half cuss for like a full <laughs> ten minutes. All right, man. It made no sense. Now, I've heard you multiple times since then. You are a powerful force for the for the young women, for the old women, for every woman as a poet. And you definitely have a voice to be heard and sometimes feared. I ain't going to hold you up. I mean, I don't, I don't fear nothing because, you know, I'm a beast. But every time <laughs> that you say a piece, you actually change the climate. You have the ability to change the atmosphere when you spit. So I've saluted you ever since that first moment 
that was the first impression that blew my mind. And I was like, so when I heard you was an epiphany, I said, my brother just started something. Because <laughs> yeah. I saw the car. I didn't even know you were there. I saw the car. I said, is that what? And I saw you and Melissa together on the same car. I said, what? I was like, oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You know what, Beast King? I appreciate it. Um, uh, I'm I'm humbled all the time by, by anything you say, anything anybody else says, um, because the reason I picked up my pen in the first place is, is Number one, to keep the crime rate down. That's that's something me and Sister Taraji always say, just to keep the crime rate down for self. And then, you know, number two is, you know, anybody that is able to be inspired or they can see themselves in it or they can take something from it or they can store it and they may have to repeat it back to me one day because you never know. Listen, we all imperfect. We have our moments. So you may have to repeat my own words. So for that reason, I'm conscious of what I put out there for that fact. Somebody might have to shove those words right back down my throat. So that's the reason I, I try to go hard and I, and I keep in mind what I'm actually going to put out there, put into your ears, your minds, and your spirit. So I appreciate that, and I love my Epiphany family. We got a big, huge family full of love. For real, just said it best. We are linked on a spiritual foundation first. And then, you know, everything else was history, and here we are. So that's what's up. <laughs> Audience, did you hear that? You hear the powerful mm-hmm. words of this powerful woman. Thank you so much, and I can't wait for you to cut up because I know y'all going to cut up. Y'all going to cut up tonight. <laughs> you already know. We got Listen, we on, we on with Beast Nation TV, Team Hungry, Eat Network. Listen, you can't have it any other way. So you already know that. The floodgates is open. It's going down. Oh, of course, because I wasn't going to let y'all just be nice. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I bought you a Learjet yesterday. I'll have you sit in the Lear, then I'll get back to you as soon as I can. All right. Next up is a woman that needs no introduction, but I got to give her an introduction just because she is that woman. Welcome, welcome, Sister Taraji. Hey, what's going on, Beast King? Hello. How are you? Welcome. How are you doing, Queen? See, that is Lady Piranha. Hey, Lady Piranha, how you doing? I'm good. It's good to hear your voice. You know, I'm definitely a fan of your work, and I'm glad to have the whole Epiphany family here, and especially the powerhouse women that's on your team. I'm excited to have you all here. Thank you so much for that. You know, we greatly appreciate it. You know, it's just all about love. That's that's what it is. And, you know, we appreciate you all opening your doors and letting us take our socks off. So. Of course, of course, of course. Now, Sister Taraji, I've yes. watched a lot of your live performance videos that you've put up on Facebook. And what I noticed okay. in your videos is that you you are a master at crowd control. Once you <laughs> open your mouth, spit a piece, 
forget taking your socks off, just straight bare feet in a building, everyone's eyes, because I looked at the video, everybody's eyes was drawn to your presence. So when I hear you sing, or when I hear you spit a piece, I'm drawn to your presence. So when I was, so when I hear you, I'm like, when you say your name, you got to say it with your chest. Like, no, that ain't just Sister Taraji. That's Sister Taraji. You got to say it like you in a fight the power rally. Or it ain't going to sound <laughs> right. Well, um, Beast King, you know, I'm just a vessel. And, um, you know, God uses me to touch people's lives and change the atmosphere is what you were saying earlier. Um, and that's what I feel we as poets are supposed to be doing with our craft and with our words and our lyrics and, you know, our stories. We, we have to, you know, we are the prophets of the streets, you know. People listen to us when they won't listen to a preacher or a minister. So we need to be planting some, some healthy, fertile seeds with the people. And, you know, if I can't be passionate about it, I'm not going to spit it. I'm not going to write it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to do it because I feel like that's a waste of time. I'm very, very serious when it comes to what I do because in these days and times, we have we, we got to start stepping up and standing up because we got a whole nation of people that we got to save out here. You know, we got to we, we gotta do something and bust the move. And if I can't do nothing but write a piece about it and bring awareness to it, that's what I'm going to do. So um, I thank you for, you know, watching my videos. And, and I hope that something that I say or do blesses you and touches your spirit and touches your heart. Because if I, if I touch one person, it's a good day, you know. Oh, definitely. Oh, you you definitely left an impression. You left a you know, lasting. Well, I thank you so much. Um, and I will say, going back to the history of Epiphany, um, actually, uh, for real, and I uh, started together when we were on another network, and that's how Keeping It Real in the Midnight Hour started. And we were actually doing the the Sunday show in the midnight hour. And we would be on there for four hours. And, you know, it just grew and grew and grew and grew. And we, you know, and, and when we talk about family, um, Epiphany, we don't, we don't just, it's not just a on the radio thing. It's not just up in front of the camera thing. It's not just when somebody can call our name. You know, we do things when no one knows what's going on because that's, what a connection is. It's when you you identify that your brother or sister is hurting, even if they're not in the same on the same team that you're on or whatever the case is, that you identify that they're hurting and you reach out to them. You know, that's the nature of epiphany. We reach out to people. We talk to people. We, we hold each other up on a daily basis, you know, and that's why we are a family. We, you know, we, we are just like any other family, you know, we we argue, we, we get mad, but we get it together because we are family and we do, at the end of the day, love is at the base of what we do. So, you know, um, I'm just glad that uh, everybody's spirit was open enough that we were able to identify each other and work together as a, as a group. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I want to thank you once again for coming on our program and 
given us more enlightenment and more wisdom, and I know you're touching people right now just as you speak. Well, I, I thank you, Beast King and Lady Piranha. Um, y'all do your thing, um, and I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm ready to, uh, you know, just go in. So, oh, I'm glad you said you. that. <laughs> now, I need everyone to press star eight right at this moment that is muted. And when I unmute your phone, the first five will be in our first epiphany, eat or die cipher. Yes, yes, click star eight. So I know that you are in the queue. All right. And we have it. All right. You ready to start, Beast King? Lady, uh, lady, 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 Tawana. Yes. Yes. Get, get, right those, get those first five cracking. Pharrell, you are unmuted, sir. Huh? One of them for each one of our sons. White citizens standing their ground, increasing the amount of black souls lost. Every place is starting to look like Florida. Another killer nigger law they keep passing, premeditating clauses set the laws they keep drafting. No need to put hoods on. KK sheets are replaced by police badges. Another black lost. More grieving. Did you vote? Nope. Dressed in blue, protecting third. No, no, no. In the hood, there's a purge. By the authorities out of control with that animalistic urge, calling all these senseless beings. Even so, the laws they use to protect themselves are the very laws used to condemn us. Did you vote? Yes, I did. But they still killing us, though. Never including us. Doesn't work for us. USA lazy motherfuckers brought us here, sold and bought us here. But now we free. But how free is free when there's no more use for us here? In this America, man in blue protecting us. They are the same ones, one by one, who are killing us. But there shall come a time, maybe, when we get tired of watching TV and the many distractions. We'll have no more choice but to pick up a gun. Then, one by one, one of them for each one of our sons. Streets are bleeding, black Americans. Black mothers are grieving, and before the tears dry, another one dies from the cradle to the grave. On camera, his hands were raised. A candy bar. House keys, anything, everything must stick in for a gun. Unjust, another one. Just another memory put to sleep. Another black youth, blood in the streets. Yesterday's fields full of people picking cotton. They had a lot of rope, and we hung in those fields, Joe. But today to our people, it seems that all that shit is forgotten. And it's so real. 
licensed to kill a nigga applications can be found on Capitol Hill. Born in a world running empty on hope. Strikes against us, marked from birth. No more vote, but they still inching us, though. No more vote, but they still lynching us. They killing us, body bagging us, but I break through the body bags, escape the toe tags, breathing, breathing, breathing through paper, leaping vapors when I take my socks off. I get traction, I can breathe, I'm like Wolverine, fuck these old boys behind the wheel of the USA political machine, oppressing us, overtaxing us, putting shit in the air over the hood, polluting, physically uprooting us, chemically and genetically poisoning us, killing us slowly. AIDS been here forever. Now here comes Ebola. Let a motherfucker sneeze. If you're white, they'll save your life. If you're black, the plan is to slash your neck. But in the end, we be black and pigmented, sun protected. Every shit on this planet we invented. And you can't stand it. Thieves, you've stolen everything. And you got the nerve to point the finger at me and my people. Uh, take my socks off and burn your nostrils. Rip out your tonsils. Go Wolverine and dismantle your groin with the shank on my big toe. We get hostile. Never wipe them and whip them with my pistol. <laughs> Ain't no more sh black to these white sheets. KKK wearing badges, yo. But I'm going to tell you one more again. You're going to stop fucking with my people. Because in the end, we're going to be here just like in the beginning, taking our righteous place and you and yours in a forbidden tree, ranting and raging, tempting in a form of that snake, hating Satan. I just took my socks off. Call me Morpheus. There can only be one. One of them for every one of our sons. New rules, new laws, shit held in confidence, classified. You don't even know what it is, yet you vote for it. Why? Well, classify this, America. Kiss my ass and also this, but not just the tip, but suck my whole damn oops. That classified shit. Same stink disguise. I thank God for my eyes. I smell it. That same old shit smells like you're covered in it. And I wish you well. Take a bath. It smells like hell. And you really think I didn't tell? Ooh. Smell yourself. Instead, you need to choose that I just smell hidden. What the hell? Did you think I couldn't tell? Rednecks writing checks, races, the races, raises on they paycheck while we living on minimum wages. Old fossils, old morals, life lynches, slave shippers, whippers of cotton pickers, animal fuckers, child molesters, wife swappers, Sodom and Gomorrah, you how Hitler and Hannibal Lecter. You gave birth to Charles Manson in this land. You bought us here, fucked us, and you want to look down your nose and morally judge us? All you motherfuckers laid down with Caligula Pervertus, that you morally look down on us, and you're the corruptest with your disease mind. No more rope, but they still lynching us, though. But if we would have stood our ground while they were lynching us, kidnapping, raping, and selling us, while they were beating us, degrading us, killing us from the inside with tainted teachings, religious preachings, fake God worshipings in dark rooms in Washington, 
room for the Delaware Sisters. Fornicators. Faith, hate, and self-serving. What's made us call a master? But they be masturbators. You get more punished for calling someone a faggot than for someone stabbing and raping your black mother. If you want to see the law, just kill a fucking dog in a world run by thieves banished long ago who formed these colonies, recreated the Sodom and Gomorrah, and uncivilized you want to call us? Born in a world running empty on hope, strikes against us marked from birth. No more vote, but they still lynching us, though. No more vote, but they still lynching us. But I, I'm still alive, and I just took my motherfucking socks off. Private on prisons. Private on prisons. Build a private on prison. And put your motherfucking mother in it. No more rope. In peace. Keep the award. Save the applause. Use your hands to help the people. Use the money for making a award and give it to the people. See, my words are free. Pay me by doing a good deed. Save the comments and encourage the depressed. Say a prayer for the one slave to rest. I am in distress. I see men and women hurting and hungry. I see more life on pictures than on petitions. Priorities are from greed. You rather buy thousands of dollars in merchandise and help a neighbor and need to we need to look, listen, and pay attention. Love thy neighbor even though we are different. You want to change the world? Change your way of thinking. And peace. In my life, my life has been something like an adventure, like an adventure of a small cub that has been dramatically separated from its pride. It's like on that night, as soon as I close my eyes, dreaming, dreaming that I could fly high as the sky. In the middle of the night, the nomads came and attacked my tribe. At the end of the battle, my father was fatally wounded and died. His only brother, wounded badly, ran off to me. His final fate on the other side. Me, I could do nothing but run and hide. Now, the only male I had to run in order to stay alive. Nothing can explain the pain that I felt inside. Many nights, I just laid there and cried. Missing my family, I could have just laid there and died. But something, something that lived in me gave me the strength to rise. You can't imagine the things I had to go through in order to survive. See this life? This life can be scary. So scary, especially when you're out here in the jungle of a world all alone in a place that I feel safe. I call my home. They are not starving to death through my flesh. You can see my bones. Only the gods of the beast can hear my moans and groans. I don't know what in the world kept me strong as I roam through the wilderness of death. 
I'd have been face to face with my last breath. I'd have made it even when I thought I had nothing left. In the midst of the darkness, I used to scream out for help. Even though nobody came, I always felt like somebody was watching my every step. I kept a lot of my memories of my family and I together near me. Many times I called out to them, but I guess they couldn't hear me. But somehow I still survived the predators and the vultures of the night. Every place I went, I had to fight. See, I had to be feelings out here in order to survive. But just thank God I'm still alive. And I could be more alive because I carried this heart. This heart of a soul survivor. So I've grown over the years and committed my fears. So I learned to adapt to my environment. I'm more aware of my surroundings. See, my heart has slowed down a little bit. No more just fast pounding. So I learned to look all of my enemies straight in their eyes. Shoot, attack, and I attack. I never make strides. See, I hear is do or die. I had to think this way in order to survive. Each victory gave me more and more pride. Now I'm starting to feel my strength. My strength of a mighty lion. God give me courage to climb his highest mountains. He give me enough grace to swim across his deepest sea. I didn't walk for miles at a time on bare feet. I didn't even slept in rain and even bathed in bare heat. All over my territory, you could hear my roar, my roar of a powerful beast. No more tears. Now just this anger that I hold in me. But I'm humble. But humble to a certain extent. I used to have characters and feelings, but I don't know where they went. Now I just live off my instincts. I spent what it seems like years and years alone. So look at me now. It looks like my face has been carved in stone. It's like this life has been drawn just for me. I thought I was the last of a dying breed till I met this one just like me. Come to find out that we have been through some of the similar things. You could just ask me. He looked at this world and could see what I see. He taught me that. I hear that. You can't be weak. You need fresh meat. One day, you might have to kill in order to eat. God forgive me, but I'm tired of looking like a bum fighting over crumbs. Plus, me and this cat right here, we got a bun. Together, I know that I never had to run like I had to run when I was just a small cub. No, I didn't taste blood. Plus, me and this cat right here, we got this thing that we call one love. We young and wild. They don't give a fuck. But just thank God, we both alive. And we couldn't be more alive. Because we both carry this heart. This heart of a soul survivor. See, some nights... I think about my uncle and my dad, waking up feeling kind of sad. Tell them I'm not alone, I got my Conrad. Now life don't seem so bad, and I'll be so glad when I see those nomads. I'm going to try to leave them with no ass. So I learned to laugh a little at time past, until one day I seen man with his weapon in his hand, and then it was a loud sound that could be heard all over the land. I looked down, and in my Conrad blood I stand. Never thought to run into the second shot, and then I ran, wounded in both legs. Yes, still I stand, after months and months of God healing. When I looked into her eyes, I felt such a beautiful feeling. She said that she came to heal me, and the way that she healed me was so appealing. And the day I asked of her, she was willing. She said she wanted to be my queen. I was her king. It's like I was living in a dream. She gave me a gift that no one else could ever give me, my son. And to this day, I still say this is what made me and with my life. But I've attacked my lioness, my cub, my lady, and my baby. And even though it was hard, I still thank God for this life that he gave me. Now I look toward the east to find my way home to claim my throne and get my people this song along the way. God gave me wisdom and knowledge and set me among the righteous. I wonder how many of my kind feel like this. This is what I feel to be the realest. All of my enemies, hear this. I'm coming back for everything that belongs to me, and I've been giving courage and I'm feeling like I got the beast that lives in me. But deep into my eyes, you can see all that lives in me. If you look deep enough, you can see one that couldn't be. One that could be more alive. Because you're looking at one. One with his heart, the sort of a soul survivor, in peace. I sat in a classroom environment that was exactly parallel to universe feverishly waving my hand. Maybe the instructor didn't see me, or maybe just refused to recognize my identity. 
insecurity wavered over my countenance, my mind began to run rapid with thoughts filled of whether or not I even knew the right answer. Yet I thought the answer was me. Who are you? was the question posed. But because of my attempt to be recognized as a willing participant to project a suitable response was specifically left at the whim of another to see that I am present and definitely accounted for, I felt lost in the moment with my hand extended waiting to be called upon. Who am I really? I thought in this paused moment that felt like earth had caved in on my very head, cosmics had exploded, and time had elapsed into a continuous flow minus clock hands, digits of reference, and seconds, minutes, and hours. Forever embedded in that angle of thought, taunting my very existence to just be, but I just can't be. To just be means to ignore the inquiry that was posed when it was referenced to expose the difference between those that desire to know whether or not that they truly matter or if truly that they have allowed matters to smother out just who they are, perpendicular to consciousness. I question my own existence because it didn't require permission to do so. Breaking news. This ain't for oohs and ahs. See, I do this for the culture. So grab your swabs and take this conscious throat culture, allowing our kings and queens to see eye to eye with the rise of our pride and that rubber band snapback spit. That flex your figurative flow and spill that message so they can snap back spit. That make them lace up them knowledge of self boots, balance that left and right side of the brain, pull them history pages back so they can grasp that spit. That side eye at your college professor is wanting to get your cash back spit. That keep the crime rate low, stop the violence against our own by aiming lyrical gifts to free dome, amplifying the speakers of your spirit so we can blast that spit. That break down barriers and walls, hold up mirrors and strip down layers so they can no longer mask that spit. That spiritual chest move with divine sight on the enemy's next move, unblocking blessings and saving minds from doing the dead man's float in their own thought pools and peeling mental caps back spit. That George Washington ain't the first president. Christopher Columbus did not discover America. Abraham Lincoln wasn't even thinking of free and slave. See, in 1862, he wrote to Horace Greeley, stating the paramount object in the struggle is to save the Union. It is neither to save or destroy slavery. So you better detach that spit. That strengthen your spine so our people can claim their shine, clean the grit and grind from our faces, fill the truth all over the ocean and has that spit. That Tucson Overture, John Horse, Gabriel Proxer, look, listen, and watch the power and demise of their revolutions and understand why we're losing and replenish our youth with that pro-black spit. Because, see, it's time to break ground and build foundations that will give her that miseducation, then revoke his miseducation. 
education and then begin the circulation within our own businesses because I'm getting tired of witnessing them calling us liquid money because their currency, our currency fluently drip, drip, drip into a pool of anti-us hands that still brand three-fifths human upon ours, all because we don't realize the realize we've been eating and drinking since we were knee-high from school textbooks, religious teachings, to our way of thinking, and now we're reeking of organized confusion, inappropriate behavior used for amusement, like mere racetrack horses. See, when that gun goes off, they watch us run, kicking up dust in the eyes of our mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, daughters, and sons just to get by while they bet and collect from the systematic plots and threat that we shall never overcome. I even heard them call us savages because of the deadly averages and statistics they see us make with our very own hands. 400 plus years steered by divide and conquer brainwashes to protect their lives and evict hope from our eyes while they spin their vicious cycles until we despise the very skin that we reside in. See, it's time to turn down those inferior whispers and deliver wake-up calls that'll make those all to 33 degree Freemasons, Paul. See, we interrupt this ruckus so you can understand who you are because a new year, eyes, ears, and minds are wide open as we're soaking up these blog talk and talk shoot airwaves, open mics, and book publishers. So we better start saying something to unplug masses from the distraction before we lose traction and slip right back into those days when Rosa refused to park. See, they're looking to play with us like monkeys, but I'm giving these racists some righteous bars, interrupting these special programs of reality TV, money cash holes, designer clothes, and big egos because karma has an arm in it. Bench pressing its own weight, yet still light enough to boomerang and circulate back to the same muscle that hustled its steroid flex with a puffed up chest. So I'm humbling my flesh so I can be your vessel through this edutainment, placing my feet upon this pavement where my brothers are slain with injustice. And I'm giving the enemy something called breaking news. So get a good look at this melanin hue because we ain't going nowhere. Wow. <laughs> My brother for real. Yo yo. Did you hear that? Hey, man. <laughs> oh, man, man. There was a lot of fire up in there, man. <laughs> this makes, this gives me a sense of accomplishment because I love to hear that type of power. And every poet went off. And this is just the beginning, but every poet went off. Well, <laughs> Oh my goodness, Ooh, Lady Piranha, what you feel about that? I have to say that was straight beast mode. You guys went in, and it y'all had so many different types of genres, but they came in powerful and strong. Y'all are rocking Mike tonight. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, people are ready to eat, man. They feasted over here. Oh man, I'm loving it, man. I'm so glad we get to honor you today. I'm so glad. Now we got our next group of individuals up. 
we're going to open your mic, and then we're going to talk to you. And you spend the piece right after I give you my question. Hello. What's Hello. going on? What's good, y'all? This is like Jake Flavors. How y'all doing? Whoa. That's you? <laughs> That's me. Hey, sis. What's poppin'? What up, bro? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm honoring Epiphany today. And they oh, eating yeah. they eating the way we eat. And Bella hit me up and told me, so I said I had to come through and show y'all some love, and y'all just murdered it. Oh, my God, I've been over here, like, mouth on the floor the whole time. And that's just a a sample. You know, my brother, for real, he brings the noise. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What's up, baby? What's good? What's up, girl? I ain't heard from you in a long time. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, man, I've been I've been MIA, but you know, I'm coming I'm coming back. Gotta gotta reignite this flame. <laughs> All right, we'll take your socks off. It's kind of cold. I'm gonna keep them on, but um. <laughs> yeah. I can dig it. I'm gonna leave taking the socks off to you. All right. <laughs> What's up, bro? So what are we doing? Eat or die. All right. Well, you know I like to eat, so um, <clears throat> You haven't truly felt pleasure until your legs are shaking uncontrollably. Your words are slurred and you're holding on tight, vowing to never let go of thee. You feel butterflies in your stomach or they're quivering your liver, biting down on your pillow, waiting on me to deliver. That fire that you desire to put that ass to bed. No, this is not about making love. It's just the foreplay before the head. The cream before the sugar that sweetens your coffee. Make sure to grind it up slow so I don't make you get off me. Oh, you like this freaky shit, huh? Or do I make Miss Kitty tingle? Girl, I have you speaking in tongues. I'm trying to make you bilingual. You talked all that shit until you got a real beast. Well, I can stand the heat to open up the kitchen and let a motherfucker feast. See, I don't play no games. I run marathons with my tongue. I'm hitting this spot and that spot, running in place on that G spot until you come. Oh, no, nah, don't push my head away. You're going to take this shit. But you can scream and moan and pull my hair while I suck on that clip. See, you see, you needed this act right. Your juices are nutritious. You got me sucking on my fingers and licking my lips because this shit is so delicious. I'm going to calm down for now because that's what that thing do to me. But I'll be back later on for another piece of that vitamin P. Lady J, that's that piece. <laughs> mm, my brother, for real, what you feel about that? <laughs> Man, man, you trying to get me started. I thought that was man. Her, her flow, I've been heard in a while, but she still got that flow going. And it, sound, it sounds more like she tightened that thing up. You know what I'm saying? I just love to hear her spit. I just like to hear her spit, man. She like the, um, you know, she that rap artist poetry, man. Girl, shit, man. I loved, I loved everything about it. You know? Thank you. Lady Corona, what you feel about that piece? 
That is a bad woman right there. That piece was something else. Mm. I appreciate it. I miss you, sis. I'm glad you could come through and beat the hell out of this mic because we about to go crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm listening, too, bro. I'm ready, man. I've been off the scene for a minute. I'm trying to get back in this thing. You feel me? Tonight is your real, is your reawakening. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> you stay on the line. Just wait. Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right. Now our next, welcome to Beast Nation TV. Let everyone in the studio audience know who you are. Hey, I'm Mahatma Poetry. How are you doing, family? Fine, thank you. Thank you. Just uh, enjoying the whole family, just spitting their peace, you know? I totally, I totally, totally understand. And I know that you're a part of the Epiphany family. This is this is your house today. You taking over the TV network. <laughs> thank you, thank you. What's up, Captain? What's up, Captain? What's up, little brother, Lion Eagle, Lion Eagle, man. This is our brother. The, you know, uh, I call him Vision, man. He's full of wisdom, man. Hey, look, man. What's up, little brother? Hey, you know, um, I, I I heard you spit that piece, man. That's that's. That's un- untouchable, you know what I'm saying? So um, just when you're ready, man. <laughs> just, when, just when you're ready. I, I, have a, I have a little chip to you back to the motherland, you know? Just when you're ready, just oh. let me know. He going to bring that revolutionary jaw. Hey, I'm ready for it, man. Hey, Brother Beast King, man, back to you. Oh, <laughs> and over here in Beast Nation country, we born ready for that. I'm going to let your peace speak for itself. So everybody gonna know about you on in the Beast Nation world tonight. The mic is yours. Dingle, Kuga, how are you? Peace, my brother. Peace. Tonight, tonight is the night. The black star line the sail back to the motherland. Are you ready to get on board? You thinking? Please don't. It is better than clinching and lynching, working all day, no food to eat, not getting paid. To Africa. But America is my home. America is my dream. No, America is your false illusion. A land where you will never be respected. We have to go back to the motherland to free ourselves from the hands of the oppressors who does us no good. What is that you're putting on your face? Something, something to make me look like the image of my master. Stupid, stupid, throw away. You have been brainwashed. Don't you see they're trying to segregate us? First it was we against our American brothers, our American brothers against our third world brothers. Oh, I see, I see. I apologize. They're trying to make us fight against each other. Isn't that a form of segregation to divide and conquer? Yes. A system designed by the old dog-faced Willie Lynch for over 460 years, and it's still the same, from better worse to worse. Don't you hear the cry of your mother on your body in the night? Do you think they're saying, listen, that's mama. They are weary. I remember, I remember. I remember the story my mom used to tell us about the man who was told to leave by the gods of the night and don't look back. So we take our chances tonight. I will sing that old familiar song as loud as possible. Then we run to the sycamore tree and a boat back to the motherland to break the bonds of spirit which has been stored to our generation so that we won't be treated like savage. We will be respected. I saw it in my dream. 
for a curse will descend upon this land. The so-called protectors will shoot at us and ask questions after. They will cover their mess to protect the innocent blood on their hands, implement jobs to take our thinking power, devil juice to distort our mind, segregate their system so we never learn our true meaning, our existence, use the most dangerous tool against us, our own people, to make it seem as if the system works. At the 90th hour, I'll sing your name, and then we run for our lives. Dingo, dingo, here I come and me want go home. Dingo, dingo, here I come and me want go home. Dingo, dingo, where are you? Sorry, Cougar, I can't leave. I love me my American dream. I'll be given 40 acres and a mule. It's all I have. It's all I know. But didn't you listen to the prophets? Garvey, Luther, Malcolm, Biko, Mandela. Sorry, Cougar. I love you, my brother. But I love master. I love brutality. I love me my American dream. And from, so from that day on, the curse has been handed down to our generation in the last voyage. That's that peace. Truth, brethren. That was truth. Wow. Wow. Much respect. Much respect. Lady Piranha, what you feel about that? That was crazy original. I absolutely love that piece. Like that had me feeling like I was right in that place. It was amazing. Uh-uh-uh. Now my brother. Yes, uh huh. I'm listening. If I was a person meeting you for the very first time at a venue, and I asked you, what did epiphany mean to you, what would you tell me? Say that again? What? I didn't hear that question. If it was to ask me. If I met you at a venue, and I heard you for the first time, and I asked you, what did epiphany mean to you, what would you tell me? Epiphany means to me, it means togetherness. It means godliness. It means family. It means love. It means caring. It means calling your brother or your sister and telling them that, that you're going to your, your, your worst day. You know, um, having someone to be there for you. To, to mentor you, to walk with you, your everyday struggle. That's what epiphany means. It means togetherness. Powerful. Powerful, powerful, powerful. And for all of the audience in Beast Nation and around our globe that is just now hearing you on Beast Nation TV, give, give out your information in our event page and they will connect with you because you are a powerful artist. Um, you are a powerful I mean, artist. You know, if you want to find me, just, um, I'm right there, I'm right there on face page, you know, but um, I'm right here with this family, brother, you know. I'm not, I'm not hidden, you know. I mean, anything, the, the, the captain said goes, I just roll with the ship. That's it. You know, um, I'm not self-centered, you know. This, this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is all about 
epiphany tonight, you know what I'm saying? That, that, uh, that, that's, that's, that's where it's at for me, you know? I like that. I like that. So thank you. Thank you so much. And we're going to get back to you as soon as we can, my brother. Thank you. All right. Ooh, y'all turning up the volume. Mr. For Real? Y'all hey, turning baby. up the volume. Hey, man, that's what we're here to do, man. Um, that brother right there, man, one of the smoothest, suavest brothers that I know, man. But when it's time to go in, that brother got that revolutionary heat. You know what I'm saying? That's my brother, man. That's Lion Eagle, man. Respect his mic. Always. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you doing? Welcome to Beast Nation TV. Let us know who you are. I know who you are, but I want you to say it because it's just so powerful when you say it. I am Sadani Morgan. Hey, Muffin. Hi, Oh, that's Muffin, bro. Sadani, host of um, Late Night Light a Candle. No, baby. <laughs> You mean love by candlelight. Candlelight, I'm trying to tell you. It's good to hear your voice, sis. It's good to hear your voice. Represent me, Tiffany Radio. Most definitely, there's no place I would rather be right now than representing for my loved ones, my bruise, my sisters, my brothers. Yeah. You know, so I'm happy to be there. Okay. I'm quite sure my brother got some things to ask you right here on Beast Nation TV. Charles, what's up, baby? Oh, yeah. I had to get, you know, I get captivated by her voice sometimes, so I go into wherever <laughs> her voice is. So now I'm glad you got me back into my got me back into my host spot. Thank you. Now, Miss Sedani. I know that you're a singing marvel, and you're a poetess that just takes it to a new level. You and Epiphany was a done deal to me because I I met you on Epiphany Radio. I heard your voice on Epiphany Radio, and I said, this woman got some power. So I got a question for you. And the question is for you, in the vision board of Epiphany Entertainment Movement as a whole, where do you see the family going in the next three years from your perspective? Oh, goodness. Don't ask me that because this one took me all night to finish, okay? Um. <laughs> First of all, nobody, and I mean nobody, is prouder to be a part of this family, my team, family, than I am, okay? Um, so just just know that I think the world of us, and I think that within the next three years, with dedication, with, with work, you know what I mean, with drive, with ambition, 
most important with each other and with the love that we have with each other, for each other, we could skyrocket. And, you know, the best thing about epiphany is that this is not just some hobby. This is for the people by the people. You know, we we create these platforms. So the vision is not just to stay here. It's not to ever be stagnant, but it's to forever move forward. It's to forever be branching and be visualizing more than what we are now. So in the next three years, I honestly can't tell you where we will be, but I can tell you that there's no limit to where we can go. So I I already know that we're so capable. I have all of that confidence because our shows are wholesome, they're meaningful, they're ever-growing, they're ever-expanding, they're ever-reconstructing, you know. So, and, and then the people behind the shows, look at who our CEO is. I mean, I have two brothers, and outside of those two brothers, for real is my brother. You know, he, he is my blood. You know, he, he is. So, and he's such a great man. And we can all communicate with him. He's very easy to talk to. You know what I mean? He's very, he's, he's just a good soul. So if you already know that if that part is the umbrella that we're under, it's wholesome, and, and the heart of that umbrella <laughs> is good, and everything and everybody under that thing is going to be the same. So we have no choice but to get bigger and better within the next three years and on. And I could talk all night, but um, I'm going to hold back on that. So that's my answer to that thing. I understand. (laughs) But you did do it. You did it exactly the way I needed you to do it. You exploded. And you came from the heart. And that's uh-huh. what we needed to hear from you. Thank you, Marcy. You're welcome, Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know game time. Come on. Come on, bring it to me. You know you know it. Come on. Come on. Um, okay. <laughs> this is why I get nervous. Okay. But anyway, um, here we go. <clears throat> There is a new day coming. Everything's going to be turning over. Everything is going to be turning over. There you're going to be standing when it comes. But to me, Marching, singing, talking, doing things that thought would make me free. While people halfway around the world, they've been marching, dashing, bleed. But now it seems that there is going to be. Master, touch me at night. You touch me 
in the place his mama said only her and God should see and be with me. The nastiest, sweet nothings you ever did hear how I'm black and tall with skin like silk cascading around the silver spring. How he wants to swim in my Nile River, wade in my African sands. I I listen to him say these things and I feel both pain and pleasure. Pleasure and pain, confused all the same. Pain from the homesick feeling of missing my own moon. Pain from the lash of the sun while standing amidst white cotton feet. Pleasure because I didn't understand how the devil could bring my body so much wetness. My master takes from me the essence of tribal dance and walks along the senior baseline and gives to me. America, in all her painful glory, rushing through me, torturing my family history, ravishing a body you cannot understand, like uncharted land to a pilgrim, curious and excited, exploring mountains and valleys he is not used to, filling my womb with his European poison. Mass explores this beast he is attracted. And in the daytime, not even a glance or stare, disguarded until nightfall, hiding his lust for this nigger girl, folding his sheets and nursing his chills. I am trash in the daytime. Monkey swine, he is amidst his wife and the rest of his time. But I am his every desire. The addiction. He tries but cannot pray away. At nighttime, he howls for me like a wolf under the moonlight, and I am ashamed. For I feel full pleasure and pain. The sicker I be, the meaner she gets. The sicker I be, the meaner she gets. Master wife got a burning fire from my neck in the noose. I boil her bath water too long, she beats me. I don't finish supper on time, and she beat me all because I'm sick, all because what she called the abomination growing in my womb, the hatred she feels for me swells in her, latching itself to the racism long etched in her ancestry. She won't let the doctor see me, won't let the priest pray for me time. Time is drawing near. My belly grows and the child within kicks for freedom. For freedom I fear he will never see. And the bigger I get, the more she tries to beat him out of me, tries to kill this unfortunate miracle growing in me. I sit up at night, not knowing which going to come. Master to break me or mistress to kill me. Does she know? Does she know that it's massive child I carry? Her eyes, they, they cut me and gut me to pieces from sun up to sun down. She, she must know. Because the bigger I grow, the meaner she gets. I swear, the bigger I grow, the meaner she gets. I won't breathe. Not until I see you. My second chance, my my love born of my blood. I ain't got much 
a wooden shack in a worn out back, but just you get there, I can I can worry about the rest when you get to I just need to see your face. I can breathe when I see your face. Time shows and hard on Mama Lord knows you wasn't made proper, but I can fix all that. When you get here, I stop. I can fix all that. Just get here. Get here healthy. Get here smart. I've been dreaming of you. Ever since you first kicked me with your little feet, running like you're getting ready for something. And I've been dreaming ever since. I ain't got much to give you but love and not love. So come on, baby. Come on. Come on, get here. I can't make you no promise how life's going to be, but I promise to love you how my mama loved me, and I promise not to breathe, not until you get here. I'll give this all of me, push until I'm pushing up days, and I'll give you all the breath for me. As long as you get here, this pain, this pain is fleeting, this, this body is weakness, but joy is still about and more so when the midwife sees your crown, I'm so, I'm so happy I could hardly speak. And here you come, and you ain't mine. You can't be mine. Well, this, this can't be right. That ain't my skin. That ain't my hair. Those ain't my eyes. You can't be mine. No. No, this ain't right. Those ain't my lips. That ain't my skin. Those ain't my eyes. You can't be mine. How could this be? You don't look like me. You look like that devil that raped me, pinned me down, took me, took me like clothes on a hanger. She hands me you, and I am disgusted, ashamed of you. What will my people think of you? What will they think of me nursing this pale-faced devil, baby? No. This ain't what I thought it would be. No. How could I love a monster hiding beneath innocent eyes? I am ashamed to call you mine. No. You just can't be mine. You just can't be mine. Wow. I applaud you. Wow. My brother, for real. Oh, my God. Mm. Yes. Yes, yes. You know, I'm I reminded. I forgot how, how um, my sister can be, you know. Uh, when she goes in, she goes in all the way, man. And uh, you can feel it. You can visualize the whole piece, man. I love that piece, sister. You did it. Uh <laughs> You did that thing. I miss you, girl. Oh, I miss you too. <laughs> uh, always making people cry, man. Her and that great chip. They, they, you know, they the teardrop, the teardrop twins over here at Epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know it ain't no thing but a chicken wag. I mean, <laughs> nah, but um, I just. You know what? Before any other words get spoken, I just want to say that I have been around um, since the butterfly effect, you know, and to watch for real 
transition from there to to what this is now is that it's it's amazing, and I'm so happy to be um, a part and link to it. You know, um, I was there when I didn't know Kimbella and when I didn't know Melissa, and all I knew was the real and Taraji, and then along came Kimbella, Melissa, um, you know, who else we got? We got the other Melissa, Melissa Dean, you know, we got Governor, we got everyone else on there, you know, we have so many good people, so many great artists on our team, and their heart, you can feel them through the pieces that they set, you know, um, and then we have even newer members like Faith. Oh my gosh! And we knew her when she was with Technology Inc. And she is a beast in her in her own right. Since before even now. So you just put all of these people together that we have on this team, and I'm so proud of us. I think we are so dope. I really do. And I'm just uh. so. Happy to know you all. I love you all so much. Words will oh. never ever be able to sum that up. I love you all. Love you too. Love you too, girl. You trying to make people cry again? You got people crying in the chat room, girl. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> I was about to cry, but then I'm too tough, so I told my tears to go back in my eyeballs. So <laughs> can't be having me do that on Beast Nation TV. I'm supposed to be wild. You Bye-bye. did that. That was a powerful, powerful emotional piece, and you really took it there. What you feel about that piece, Lady Piranha? I have to say, I'm not tough like you guys. That piece definitely brought me to tears. That was a great piece you did, my sister. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Now, this is at this time of 11.07 Eastern Standard Time. Now we're about to get even more serious, my brother, for real. First up in this barbaric, give it everything you got, and then some cipher. We will be having Melissa start off, then it will be Sister Taraji, and then so on and so on and so on. The mic is yours, Melissa. What I cannot seem to fathom is the lack of sincerity. While using the inability to write rhymes respectfully, but we see you slithering on and off stages using a forked tongue to spit your bedtime fairy tale. We see your emptiness wrapped in your vanity, and now you're expecting accolades from me. Artist, please. I could write 16 bars of the bullshit you spit while turning over in my fleet. You live and hide behind your audience of mindless sheep, pulling the wolves over eyes of those who refuse to think. But a real poet would never have to look for you because of the future smells of your ink that never bleed true. Wearing a size too big, you'll never fit the shoes of a real poet who lives this shit because poetry is what we do. Where you crossed the line with your played-out fact-weighted rhymes is when you started messing around with innocent minds. You see, 
royally because of not using the proper etiquette when addressing a king or queen, you would have your neck split. Your head would be served on a platter. Your body thrown at dogs to piss on it because the rest don't even matter. But I digress. Times have changed, and I guess so have the arts, but I still wouldn't mind filling the sink full of your poetic body parts. Because if you were royalty, our kingdoms could war properly. But because you're not, here's a noose. Go hang yourself for me. See, I had an epiphany. I'm busting holes in poetic couches lyrically. Ducking and dodging fake lyrics, you can't get to me. Scales of truth outweigh your venomous treachery. Yeah, I'm talking to you, but are you listening? There are way too many pens waiting to die, pens dying to write, and shadows fight to hide inside a hellbound mental ride, only to decide to take this poetic life to go joyriding along the coast of lyrical suicide, taking words to cut open stanzas with, inhaling verbs of euphoric emptiness. But can I make you, make you, make you clap to this? Two-step bop your heads and snap to this. Take off your socks and rock to this. Why not? Don't you know what poetry is? Well, if not, let me show you. Come step to this. That's a piece. All this negativity makes no sense. I be black like the ground I've been walking on. My cracks in my potholes telling my war story. No one cares. All they do is stare. While I try to make this dollar out of 99 cents, all this negativity, it just makes no sense. And even though I'm broken, life still treads on my back and leans on my shoulders. So I have to stay strong because my fight is black. I'm black like fists in the air and corn rolled hair and granny's hot water cornbread. I'm black like the cosmos from which I was derived, made in God's heavenly image. Black like that melanin in my blood. Black like, black like, black like life matters. I'm black like life matters. I'm black like my life matters from January to December, not even worrying about February to remember. Black like them berries, my juice is so sweet. Black like them African drum beats. I be black like Four young girls bombed in a church in Alabama. I be black like Megda, Martin, Malcolm, Mahalia, Maya, and Mandela. I be black like that diamond so beautiful and rough. Black like royalty. A black gold crown made just for me. Black like riots and marches, sit-ins and boycotts and protests. I'm black like Rosa Parks sitting in the front of that bus so her feet could rest. I be black like black life, black rights, black lights, black nights. I be black like, uh, I be black like, uh, I be black like I fade to black. My peace. Mike check. Peace and blessings, man. So Epiphany Radio, this is the Bishop Pope P. Yes, I have been ordained by the Epiphany Radio, the inspirational factory. And I come in to pay respects and honors of the spoken word, the beast king. 
uh, had no idea this was a speed round. So uh, I'm just going to speak my poor realness. Black souls, wicked to pose. Robbing for dollars, sticking needles, ghetto, antidote to escape riddles. Screaming, how can you relate and what makes you figure? You think you all that because you wearing Tommy Hill figure? MVBP, most valuable black players to be born with the talent and purpose to be shown. Some just lay low, smoke homegrown, young to old, while others keep it real, flipping the strip to get it on the right track, sending tickets to those way back. How do you survive? What makes you stay alive? Everyone wants to live, no one wants to die. In the life game for the first and the last time? Huh. School by life, how many more times? Only Lord knows, out in the streets, pushing for skulls. Huh. You see, this is my songs of realness. We all go through storms of weather. Incline my heart. Hear the ear to a parable. Wherefore, should I feel the days of evil? Stay away from dead people. I will bless the Lord at all times. Keep corruption out of the mind. The man cried. Yes, I cried. Yes, Lord, hear my cry. Hear, hear. And ears and eyes, Lord, hear and deliver them up of trouble. Keep me from it, for it surrounds me. Oh, fear the Lord, he thinks. Keep my mind on the Lord today. Life goes on, like time plays. And see, I am the bishop, the Pope, and see, I have come to speak. Raising the mic, listen to the mic tonight. From my epiphany family. You see, I'm going to keep spitting this motherfucking poetic realness. You see what I'm saying? Because it's just like this. You see, it's a lifetime consciously in my state of being. Ha, my soul is dreaming to wonders that ponders my thoughts to the reality of what I'm seeing. Through the seasons, everything that has happened had a reason. What God uh, allows understanding to deal with is the knowledge and wisdom. If I can conceive it, only way I can see is have faith and keep believing. In him, my life. In him, my lifetime. A blessing, a time to get my life straight. I got to be real to myself, to what's happening through the prayer in life. That's my lifetime season for his reason. In my suffer, how much do I keep giving? Uh, Epiphany family, one love, CEO, man, keep them socks off. One. How's it going? Uh, this is uh, Automatic Charismatic. Um, Boss, I am. Turn me up. Turn me all the way up. Grab me up. Grab me all the way up. Boss, the finish line. Support the work. Boss, I am. Boss, I am. Forever. 
This is the new translation I got to tolerate and registration. One never be impossible without hesitation. Not a shop is open for at this education. My ride will never be dehydrated. Your eardrums will be vibrated. New rides to get updated. Pass the hair spot. I can frustrate it. I am the year. Make model. My ride is the rise of fossil. Boss like I become popular. Read this not slowing down on my thermometer. Turn me up, turn me all the way up, rev me up, rev me all the way up. Cross the finish line, I just broke the record. Boss, I am my boss forever. All I know is the speed. Pack horsepower, more than I need. My skills are tied tracks. Heads, haters met their match. Boss, my, no other label can be attached. Never underestimate me. I will be in the first place. So you can wipe that super smile off your face. Run your mouth, keep running your gums. I eat your ride for dinner. Boss, ride above bums. And feed me, make them angry like they are obsessed. I destroy them. This has been processed. My engine, I wake up my nature. Let's believe you can never mistake me for a failure. This automatic charismatic boss, they would know boss of the show, boss forever. Turn me on, wrap me up. Sound out. Epiphany, family, for real, the poet, the hurricane, Melissa. Getting it right, Yelverton. You know, I love you all. I love you all. You know what? All love. A beast nation. My man Charles Peace King, he just, all he does is just eat. Charles has to make an answer for him. They just eat up road. Just eat up everything he touched. The car just, the flower, the road, the flower. Anybody who gets the child's way is going to get the flower. Because that's the type of energy he has. And this is why, and we got the piranha, she, all she does is just eat. And I made a call for her, and it just devours anything or anybody who tries to get it in her way and come to success, just devour them up. And it's just, it's all about eating. I, I just drive. That's all I do. I often wonder why we still divide. There is a thin line between love and hate. Truth is, they ain't never been no even split down the middle. I gotta go. Just out of bullshit and backlash out the ass, but how come nobody want to be held accountable for wiping their own ass clean? Wishing for a new slate. Glory, hallelujah, the man upstairs determines my fate. It does not rest in society's hands. The verdict is from the time I was born in my mama's womb, she carried me, this black child in the bosoms of her unconditional love. My hair is cold and happy. I don't dread my African roots. You do it. You people have preconceived notions about me, see, past their black eyes that I can provision for a bright future. My dreams, my courage, the popular belief is not. Extra, extra, read all about me, muckrakers, news flash, make a mad dash and piss off to remove the stigma, pile of trash and ass, because I'm hot off the press, and real poetry eat never dries up. It's going down tonight on paper, so damn fine. I stay late with God's blessings on my way to the finish line. I say, Black, what you mean is a comeback? I've been here before, FYI. I don't go. 
in, but nowhere but up. Yes, this is a bold, beautiful Nubian queen. I'm your worst nightmare. I warned you for years to stop sleeping on me. Roll on out my face, dog, and better be way off my rock because the storm ain't over yet. I'm ready, willing, and able to do all things in Christ that strengthens me. Tired of taking my power back. It's on and popping, Jack and Jill. I never would have made it up the mole hill without God. Angelo, my life ain't been no Christmas there. I keep climbing to the top, so I'm on my way. Honey, it better be off at the bottom of the barrel. Don't hell, I'm used to crawling before I walk through unfamiliar places and dark spaces. I'm no stranger to bobbing and weaving. That's believing I ain't going to lay still for nobody. Don't get it twisted. I don't bite my tongue. I'm on a roll. I have a right to stick to these poetic, pretty words out of my mouth. So be quiet and shut yours. And that's the end of that piece. Now. My skin is more than simple. The color all tender and beautiful like the alabaster box, accented with a hint of vanilla, just a hint of vanilla, so I became that red bone thriller, and you wanted to taste it. My skin. This here deep, rich chocolate coated with a vanilla dream that stood right before you. I can feel you watching me every time I walked by, and I can feel it when you were sniffing at my panties through my clothes, through my clothes, my skin. I can feel it, your claws that wish to be upon my thighs, digging and burning into my sweet, perfect meat. She's not like the others, you thought to yourself. And if I could, she'd be the only little nigga baby down on my daughter's shelf. My skin, I also shall rip that perfect meat. I'ma strip that perfect meat. I'ma probe that perfect meat. Then I'ma fuck that perfect meat with no lube and no grease. Even if she's not like the other niggas, she doesn't deserve to be made love to. My skin. I'ma make her perfection bow down to me and worship my pure vanilla meat. 
and please my perverted needs. I will do this because I am. See, I'm that pure vanilla kind of man. And I'm going to make her take my evil will until I split her wide and deep to the white meat of your inopposite existence. Devour your soul assiduously until I get to the core of that special hint of nigger. Vanilla mixed that is mixed with a whole lot of nigger. My skin, then I will make it bleed. I'ma kill it. He had the nerve to ask me, you want to be like the real vanilla ones, don't you? Sweet pea, do you want to shop in the upscale, high-end stores and ride in fine taxi cabs and eat in the front of the fine restaurants alongside me? said no. Then he asked me, do you love your daddy gal? Yeah, I know you do. And you know your daddy loves his job. Well, if you want him to continue to be able to take care of that pure vanilla bitch that you call mama, you need to get on your job and please your vanilla papa. My skin. See, I signed your daddy's paychecks. I own his house. I own his land. So bring that smooth, tainted alabaster here and slob on this knob, my dear. Polish it like it's fine silver as I sliver upon your fine, tainted, strange vanilla meat. My skin. So from that morning on, I was not the perfection formed of my nigga daddy and my vanilla mama. Pappy made me his fleshly concubine, and he defiled my temple, ripping my meat of perfection, slicing and dicing it into shreds of memories now diseased. My skin. He made me be ashamed of the flesh of my birth, and now I stand before all of you as smelly, rotten earth. Why me? Happy boss man. Why not love my father's daughter as you love your own flesh and blood? Why not love me? Why not allow me to obtain my first real love of my husband to be? Why make me cry out bleeded screams now? My perfect skin has became so so unclean, my skin, you made me to be a sickness. You made me to be your perversial Jezebel. You made my perfect meat rotten, smelly, and weak. And now the gift for my husband will not be wrapped with the bowl of my virginity. But I will lay in his bed as a mummified body, a carbon copy of death, wrapped in the rivers of your nasty, lustful wishes. You made me sickly. You made me soured, ashamed, and broken. My skin, you peppy boss man, my father's keeper have succeeded to make me to be deflowered. You made me. 
of pheromones, and that's that piece. Mark for death. Should I die? Should my life be taken? Just because I've been taught the wrong decision-making, because I am who you call descendant of slaves, brainwashed to believe my sun-kissed skin is a curse now, my body belongs in a hearse, and y'all just blame me because I'm a product of my environment, a experimental project they gave my people to live in, placing liquor stores on every corner, bringing in the crack era, sending in A's the killer of grandparents, and subliminal messages that show me I'm nothing. Every channel show how lovely it is not to be black, and each weapon of mind destruction turned into lack of self-esteem, so I'm feeling inadequacy. And yeah, I'm mad as hell, and I hate myself, so yeah, caps get peeled, niggas get killed like I know better. I'm marked for death. I see these cops killing my people, hands up, took their last breath. The system never neglects to take my people down. Like, really, how do guns and drugs get in the hood? Well, y'all just blame me anyway, like I'm in shipping and receiving. So y'all believing I'm the bad seed and y'all mark me? Target on fabricated gangsters that only click up because our father's not home? Well, welfare said he couldn't live here, plus they made sure he had a felony, so he can't be with me. So I grow alone, and mom... I don't know, she's fucked up, tricking off what she learned from those before, she's sick, thinking she needs money for fake-ass nails and weaves and shit. All she want to do is smoke weed so she can numb her deceived heart. See, she wish she was white deep down, too. Then her son wouldn't be marked for death. She ain't thinking about buying me no bulletproof vest. She'd rather get a tattoo on her chest. Now back to this. Y'all say I should be accountable for my own actions, but I'm mad vexed. What kind of life is this to have to live ashamed of my birth-given skin? But I guess you expect me to walk around skipping innocent and happy when my childhood's my manhood, and I got to take care of my sister and them. See, we all got issues, but my issues don't give you the right to take my life whenever you feel like it. Y'all got me marked for death. When your policies got me like this, so go ahead. Start your race wars. Implement your martial law. Because all we're going to say is, hands up, don't shoot. I can't breathe. Damn, all I got is Skittles and ice. It's a toy gun. Why y'all gotta shoot the kill? Don't they train y'all to wound? But y'all rather mark us for death. Wolf hours. Peace. Queen's mine. One love. Hey, this is Kimbrella Renee. Oh. Hey, Kim, brother. Yes, yes. I had to call back in because uh, my my phone died, so I already spit. So I'm gonna go ahead and sit back while the next team member goes. Got you, got you, got you. Rob, come on down. Mr. Rob Monroe, your mic is unmuted.
he's probably getting prepared. We're going to the next one, then we're coming back to Rob. The youth is really messed up. I've been seeing it all from on the news to the city and then the suburbs. It's like Satan wants us to mess up so bad he would do anything. Our minds are young and weak, and then we have the ones who are wise but never say anything. They are scared to step up because of what their fans would think. Somebody somewhere is going to have to stand up and do something. All you hear about on the news is killers from left to right. Killers that's our age of a gang violence. No one is stepping up to the plate because the killer with our youth is still happening. The only reason why we ask the youth act up so badly is because there is no one in our communities giving us hope. There is no one in our communities talking to the parents about encouraging their kids and what they want to do instead of yelling at us and telling us, no, that's wrong. God could be putting us in the same direction, but our parents could be turning us away from that. We need the youth back in church. We need our youth back in church. We need our parents to stop doubting the youth. They give us no hope. The older generation has officially given up on us. This is why there is killing going on. The parents can't complain because all you all do is down us, the youth. Stop saying, I don't know how you're going to make it in life with the things you do. We make mistakes. But remember, you all there too. Parents are still making mistakes to this day, and just because we don't see it doesn't mean you can down us about ours. We are young with weak minds, and some of us are wise, but we don't speak of anything because all you all would do is say you don't know anything because we are young. Stop downing us. Start encouraging us. Maybe, just maybe, we will start listening and stop the violence. We are not messed up. We just feel down in peace. The law within our community has been broken. Broken communities giving birth to future pills, imprisoning how we live. Everyone taking, no one trying to give. Death toll out of control. Our government body has lost control. Materialistic led to death certificates and fatherless birth predicaments, underachievements and lost goals. No books, just basketball goals with no net unable to slow the process without having enough sense. Low grades, dug early graves, failure to love, past the hateful days. Disorderly conduct behavior hasn't changed. Mothers won't even let their child carry their daddy's name. Trick babies born huh, to the game, taught to learn to play the same way, realize and experience in a game. It starts at home, campaign has been delayed. Our youth has been delivered from the womb to a cage. The training method to be independable and dependable has been downstaged. This is no resolution. We need to reform our black constitution, rebuild our black revolution, and stop killing our black generation. Generate our nation to pledge dedication to freedom and education instead of low wage classification, the rate by which you earn needs to be no more compared to living life that is more valuable, meaning not to be more or less than what you know. You see, this is the black jurisdiction of our state of mind. You see, Pope P., you got the 
keep tugging. Pope P, you got to uh, keep tugging. Life is a barge of ups and downs. Keep tugging, show love, keep hugging. The flow of the riches is to keep loving. That is what the Epiphany family is about. Uh, them haters, you can keep away from them. Trying to show them some love. Stay above till drops in body counts up to that wonder. Why is the eyes of a child doing time struggling strife? Outside, inside of you and me, can't you see? Can I realize things are bound to happen to me? See what's flowing out of me. If you don't know my realness, how can you fulfill it? You see at the Epiphany Radio, you see we keep it real. We kick soft, soft. We keep it real with it. Time is ticking for the righteous and the wicked. Lord knows what the real is. He can feel and survive his realness. You see, this is the Bishop Pope Pete from the Epiphany family, and that's that peace. This is Fairmount. I'm laying here on this couch, and I'm still dripping wet from my last escapade. Loving the way that you used me up, a slave to your perversion mind. You taking hold of me again and placing me down upon your sheets, and I'm anticipating your strokes one after the other. They just keep getting stronger and stronger. And you and I together giving all your lustful fantasies life. And hell, I'm better than you, your wife, you say to me. And while I'm squirting on your sheets, you delight in me. And with another orgasmic stroke, you send me squiggling upon your sheets. And again, I squirt at your command. Your sweaty grip of me has grown tighter and has made me even more fucking slippery. But that doesn't stop you from making me hit every damn corner of your sheets. A squirting frenzy I have become, and up and down, from side to side I glide. Nigga, your wife is calling you. But you ignore her because you and I are making magic that no one can describe. And again, you say, fuck my wife because tonight it's just you and I. Your strokes have become deeper and deeper as the thoughts flood your mind of what you are making me do. The sweat from your brow has joined my wetness upon these sheets. And please don't let me go. I enjoy being your whore. Make me do it some more. Night after night. And she is so fucking jealous of me because that half a nose that you'll never rid of me. Another squirt is arousing within me. Yes, I can feel it coming. Yes, make me do it again. I adore being your pen. You are my poet, and I adore squirting on your sheets for pheromones, and that's that piece. (laughs) 
Last one is this for me, Sean. Remember this piece is called Sexy Liberated Opportunistic Bitch. We met in heat and sweat of a shadow. The pulsating Caribbean drum hypnotically guiding us to close guiding us close to one another. I asked her where she was from. She said Harlem 145 by the way of Panama. She called herself a sexy liberated opportunistic bitch. She failed to believe that a man like me could handle her shit. Now normally I'm a cautious type, especially when dealing with a woman that doesn't even think of calling herself a bitch. But her words challenged my ego, pride, and my manhood. So I stepped to her like a stick-up kid to a tourist. We danced, slow, sweaty, whine and grind, slow and fast. She had me back against the wall, and I swear I felt a pimple on her tight ass. But that didn't dissuade me from getting my groove on. We stopped just for some drill and Hennessy shots. That's when she asked, baby, did you put some sort of weapon into this spot? Only because she felt something inside my pants, thick, long, and hot. Now we danced from 1.20 to 4.15 in the a.m., and I was fit to go home, but she preferred not to go home alone. So we hopped in a cab up to 145 in St. Nick. I started to wonder and think, what makes her a sexy, liberated, opportunistic bitch? Then my pants, she unzipped. The contents, she licked. My hands up, her skirt slipped. Cabby yells, St. Nick, 145th. We were at the door of her apartment, about to get real live. And she takes her scarf, covers my eyes, and then we go inside. Some thinking a little kinkiness never hurt me before. And hey, I'm with this sexy liberated opportunistic bitch. So I'm pinned to her bed, and she drives me 45 minutes till we drift to sleep. And I'm awoken by a strange sound. So I removed the blindfold to see that through the sh- she is still asleep. She has just lifted her leg right there in bed, and she's just peed. Immediately, I jumped up to find out that what her calling herself a sexy, liberated, opportunistic bitch was truly just an acronym for what she really is. See, as I pulled on my pants and shoes, my eyes became open to the conditions of her apartment and her life to see who she really is. Pizza boxes. Empty Chinese cartons, chicken bones, filthy dishes, and used sanitary napkins lie about scattered here and there within her home. Right, roaches and mice are her roommates because she is a confirmed S L O B slob. Though she gave me great pleasure, I know that was out having purposely lost her number, and yet have stayed close to my cautious nature. Else I might find out, some, find some other strange woman just like her. Nishan, Nishan Ray, a.k.a. the Black Wolf, 
Team Jag, Beast Nation, and Feast. What's up, Beast Nation TV? Definitely want to shout out to Epiphany Radio, Pro Entertainment Network. Featuring y'all got features all day. <laughs> Cause Swan just heard Beast King. Oh no, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. I, I out of respect for my brother, cause he didn't took over the station. I want to for real speak first. All right, all right. Uh, oh, damn, I, I thought I was muted. What's up? What's up, brother? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? I see you got another feature over there. Whole family. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, man. Hey, man, the whole family being featured tonight, man, is a beautiful thing, man. It's an honor. Oh, man, you know, I can't thank my brother enough, man. But, you know, it, it's about the team, man, and everybody's having a good time. Everybody can come through, spit hardcore, man. They, you know, they, they got their socks. They put their socks off, and they still got their sneakers on, though. So I don't know how they did that, brother. But uh, I seen you in the chat room, man, and uh, I heard what you said. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Buffalo wings all around, brother. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, man. I'm just saying, uh, y'all don't want me to take my damn socks off. I got to keep them things on. But, yeah, uh, need more. Need more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man. And uh, I just wanted to uh, stop through, you know, pay some respects to Epiphany Radio, you know, uh, Beast Nation as well, man. You know, when I come What's over that? here, I feel like I always got to be ready to eat. There you go, man. Welcome once again to Beast Nation TV, man, where we, you know, where the eating's plentiful, man. We got a, we got a baby elephant on the table, brother. Uh, we're about to let, turn you loose on it. You know, ready, you ready to eat, man? You go on in. Yes, sir. Yes. Well, again, shout out to Epiphany, for real, to Raji, the Hurricane, Kim Brother, Yelverton, Bishop O.P., Rob Paul, Ivyani, Rotun, and all the rest. Like I needed to catch my breath. No, man, that pen can't, can't drop yet. Breathe for a minute so my thoughts can be deep. Struggles of the world come to mind. Inspired by inspiration, learning from those who are truly divine. Writing this not to just pass time. Lost, absorbed, and breathing ink. Script participation, lost in rhyme. Time slows for my vision to clear. I'm seeing everything as it appears. Breathing flames for all fear to disappear. Saying violence result in unnecessary death will never achieve for your ends to get met. Breathe before you take your next step. Drug abuse, prostitution, authority overused. Breathe to reconstitute your individual tools. Take your damn self to school. Breathe to clear your own mind because as you breathe, only you can rule you. Breathe for the better times. Don't let the negative consume you. Breathe to diss the crowd full of hate, their fate, a jail cell. Breathe to alter your fate. Someone told me it's never too late. Breathe to understand life lessons, hidden messages. Breathe to manifest your true description. 
discretion. Breathe to educate yourself to give a determined impression. Let's breathe. Epiphany Radio. Let's yep. breathe. Yo, man, you was breathing in that piece, man. That's the first time I heard that one, Kane Spade. I mean, that was one of your challenges right there, man. That the one? Was that the one? That was the uh, one. All right, well, I did this. Well, man, we did do some music. It's a while since I heard it, man. But uh, this sitting game, man, is, is flowing like crazy, brother. That was dynamite, man. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, much respect to Epiphany, A Beast Nation. Keep doing your thing. Hey, one Now, 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 now. Brother, for real. Yes, Miss sir. Melissa. How did y'all feel about that monstrous cipher? Man, man, that was crazy, man. I ain't know which way to go with it, man. I'm just sitting back, and I'm just, like, listening to this great massive mixtape, man. It's something I can play when I'm, you know what I'm saying, just doing my thing around the crib, man. I love that, man. There's some hardcore stuff up in there, man. Pope Pete putting it down, uh, poetical, uh, God's poetical child, man, you know, many, many more. Man, this is beautiful, man. I'm loving it. Yeah, this uh, cycle round was dope as hell. I'm definitely uh, gonna download this uh, these archives right here because this is massive. This this is dope right here. I, I loved every bit of it. And King Faye came through there and dropped that. That's what's up. DSR all day. <laughs> yeah, it's been cool having you guys on Beast Nation TV with me and Beast King. You guys just came in tore up this stage tonight. Like, it's been crazy. Yes. Man, Pharrell, how did you feel taking over Beast Nation TV tonight, sir? Girl, let me tell you something, girl. If I, I you know, I didn't know how far he wanted me to go in because I would have I came in with, you know, I wear four pairs of socks. I would have I took all four pairs off. I took two off. And, um, I still got one on. But I love taking over over here, girl. And y'all treat, y'all treat a brother real good. Y'all treat a, a brother real good. So much love to y'all, though. I'm serious. It's, it's been an honor. I'm loving it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Mr. Pharrell, I want you to kick back with us. We have two other poets going to grace the mic, and I'm going to get back to you, sir. All right, all right, darling. Much love, baby, baby. Illinois, you are unmuted. Princess Dorothy here. Hey. What's going on? Representing what? Tiffany, yo, Princess Dorothy, aka Miss Passion. What's going on, darling? <laughs> uh, staying up late so I can yeah. hang out with you guys. Well, yeah. I'm glad you, well, I'm glad you held on, darling. We ain't gonna keep you, Miss uh, Dorothy. Has a uh, early morning date, y'all, but she's been holding. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of our, our new members of Epiphany Radio. So thank you for holding on, darling. Thank salute, you. Salute, salute, salute. All right. And salutations from Beast Nation TV. I can't wait to hear you spit. I'm excited. Oh. Ah. Okay. <clears throat> 
Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. My mind is wrapped around the senseless trap upon my beautiful people. It's that old slave mentality that keeps them all from unity. They're holding on to a Jesus long gone. You are your own savior. With grace and purity inside, you are the gift. Give it to yourself. Free your mind. Wake up. Break the chains. Stop playing these devil's games of hook and catch, run and fetch. That shit is over. No more roll over, Red Rover. My people, my people, open your eyes. There's no chariots from the sky. Hunger for the knowledge like it was your last meal. Be hungry. Feel. Feel your ancestors and bless them that come to set you free. We are one with the power of God, which is in you as it is in me. Before you lay it down to sleep, wake up. Before it's your soul these devils keep and you remain chattel, wandering, lost like sheep, restless at night, can't get no sleep. Don't you get tired of the shucking jive and shucking your feet on a nine to five? It's time. Time, my people, to set you free. So wake up. Wake up and feel. Feel your freedom. This shit is real. Seek from within the knowledge that is powering you. Let freedom ring. That's my piece. My, my, my. Shucking and jiving. Shucking and jiving. <laughs> A lot of shucking and jiving going on. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> You heard what Princess said, Princess Passions, Miss Princess. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was an exclusive because this was the first time I've ever heard you. So this is the first time you blessed this TV program? This thing about to go global. We're about to get 10 million views. 10 million. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to tell you, rev her up. Ooh, all, right. all right, all right. Glad you enjoyed. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Thank you, love. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Charles. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all yeah, ready? Hey, man. You know I'm having a good time, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just in here, man. I'm using everybody's uh, line. You know what I'm saying? I like that automatic, charismatic diesel. Uh, with that, rev me up. I just crossed the finishing line. Princess Dorothy just crossed the finishing line, man. DSR all day. Uh, Kane Spade, I'm going to use that. We're going to take over DSR pretty soon, pretty soon, too. Uh, DSR, Epiphany Radio all day. <laughs> Beast Nation TV, y'all, only right here. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, bro, I'm having a good time, as you can tell. Oh, thank <laughs> I'm That's having right. 90, 90 different versions of excitement. Yo, man, I like that, man. 90, I'm going to help you out with 91. Yo, check it out. One positive way. We are family. Hey, man, take your socks off. <laughs> <laughs> take your socks off, man. People don't know what station they're at right now, bro. <laughs> That's how I like it. Greetings and salutations, Stan. How are you? Oh, I'm getting 
What's the woman with enigmatic mahogany? Did she come into the I'm, I'm coming too. I'm in here. I'm a hacking, but I'm trying to make it do. I got the cup of juice beside me. Oh man, she didn't. <laughs> still, bro. One one positive way. Hey, what's up, sis? Hey, everybody. Hey, Sam. Hey, Beast Nation. What it is, everybody? Hey. hey. Blessed and highly favored. You know that's always my slogan. You know, blessed and highly favored. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, darling. Let me what they're writing in the chat room. Um, hey, it's good to hear your voice. I'm glad that you're getting better. You know what I'm saying? Because we need you around here, girl, with all that excitement that you bring to what we do at Epiphany Radio and poetry, you know, all, all as a whole. So I'm glad that you're doing better. I'm glad my niece and nephew over there doing well. Please. I guess they um, like that. You know what I'm saying? So what's going on, darling? We we didn't took over over here. You know, my brother gave me the keys for the night. You know, I've been hollering out everybody's network. You know, like like it belongs to me. You know, ah. it, just, it just feels good. I ain't do no support radio yet. I don't want no problems with black ice. You know what I'm saying? Ah, well, you know, I represent them both. So you know, it's the epiphany and poet in me. So hey, we got everything going on. Yeah, I'm talking about girl. I don't know if if, if poet on the left or the right, but um, you lopsided right now, baby. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's up an epiphany, indeed, isn't it for real? <laughs> There you have it. I'm just messing around, girl. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Charles, man, you better get me off this mic, man. I'm getting everybody in trouble. I got you. I got you. Miss Enigmatic Mahogany with your expression self. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Always I know you. love and expression. I can hear you up. I know you're ready to eat. I know you're ready to eat. I am. You want, you want and I was right. very deep for this one. I had to go back, back in the day, you know, because with Epiphany, it has been a beautiful family indeed, um, definitely coming in from the very beginning um, with For Real the Poets, with the Taraji, Kimberly Renee, Melissa Yell, and the list just goes on um, with the various linkages that we do have here in Iowa White. There's just been a relentless amount of support. Um, at the Epiphany Radio Network, and I do want to thank everyone. Um, definitely want to thank For Real the Poet. Would not be able to get through the show this evening without thanking him. Um, definitely for being the big brother to all of us, being able to provide that platform because we actually immersed out of the butterfly effect that we grew wings and we had to fly on to do greater and bigger things that were under our realm. So I thank him for pushing me out of the nest there. I was a little apprehensive there for the multiple shows, but it was definitely a pleasure and it's definitely been an honor and a great ride. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm going to tell you, you are a busy lady, girl. You are a multitasker. I mean, you're a, you're a, po- a poetical leader. You know, I just give it to you for what you do. For you. I don't know how you do it all. You know, you don't want no help. She just say, go ahead, just give me that spot. I'm going to go in there. I did have to um, talk her into, um, you know, she's doing two shows a week. Uh, you're doing a whole lot, sis, you know. I'm every woman. Oh, so yes. Get... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I am. Uh, I am. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm ready to go in. I'm ready to go mahogany nation, epiphany nation, you know. That's how I'm getting it in tonight. Um, to kind of give a little introduction here, when I came onto the show, I decided I wanted to go deep down, go back to the roots. 
go back to the original piece. So tonight what I share, I believe to be very special, is the very first piece that I've ever orally delivered, um, which definitely fell out of courage and strength. And as Whitney Houston says, I didn't know my own strength. And from my strength came this piece. So I definitely hope that everyone enjoys. And I'm going to pray that I don't cough in between. But um, for those who have heard this piece, it is the price of love. So many ready to lay and make what they call sweet love. But see, do you honestly even know the price of love? Because you see, people seem to use love so freely as though it's a cold you just catch. See, I was that young girl, yearning, searching, looking for love in all the wrong places, a daddy nowhere to be found. Only men dare to trick me to believe that love is what they possess for me. But indeed, did they know what love was? Hell not. You see, I was that young girl, searching and searching until I found the one that would change me, mold me, and soon to break me. You see, the price of love was quite high for me. You see, these bruises, and I don't think you can, because the bruises I have are deep within one only I can feel. Look, can you see the tears from my eyes? No, because tears my eyes can no longer dismiss. See, it was that day I thought my world changed as your fist came upon my face. I asked, is this the price of love? One day my eyes opened and I saw you for the jackass you were, and that was the day I took no more. I went to wave my hand as you quietly, yet ferociously violated my body and soul. Screams were all I could dismiss until my voice no longer could release the painful blood being sent through my own so delicate body. A wave for wave I could not yield, but five months later, I, I faced the consequences, impregnated and lost with nowhere to go. Shit, I must have been dreaming because see, I turned to you just knowing you would have my back. But all I heard was bitch, hoe, trick. But you forgot you, the motherfucker that made me this way. Your request, an abortion. Me to kill what indeed you created, although sad, depressed, and hurt. An abortion is what I gave you. Again, I ask you, is this the price of love in peace? Oh, my. Oh, my. Hey, is this the price of love? You can do that. Um, And I felt that, you know what? You, I, I love to hear you curse when you curse. <laughs> you know, it's very rare. Yeah, you, you put your foot down and you said the M word, and I'm going to tell mom, hey, Charles. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you heard her, man. You heard her. What you think, bro? Now, now, from her delivery from all the way back to mm-hmm. where I first met her, has done such an upgrade. And her stanzas, they really tell a story about life and presence and emotion and her presence. You can tell that her presence has been masterfully crafted. And I can see how she's blossomed in epiphany. So I really appreciate that piece tonight. Yes, yes, yes. She's come a long way, man. She always had that flow. But she she, she didn't, yeah, you're right. It's growth, a lot of growth in there. You know, I worked with her, you know, personally. I taught her everything she knows. Take a look at it. <laughs> hey, sis, that was beautiful, though. And the thing about it, the substance and, you know, and that content, you know, it, it meant a lot. You know, somebody can speak about that, that they experienced that. Hey, sis, you got that fire, girl. And I, I just, you know, got so much love for you. Thank you for being a, a great part of what we do over here, for helping me make the transition. <laughs> back. You know what I'm saying? Um, so wow. thank you. 
been seeing in my life. Hey, Charles, you remember how we went down there? Yeah, I remember. I, I remember. I definitely remember. Yeah. It's definitely been a beautiful, beautiful transition, and I, I do want to interject um, very quickly. Um, I do want to let Charles Beast King know um, that we still have some work to do. So I'm just putting that out there on the airwaves as Epiphany takes over, but we do have some work to do. So I suggest you get to that pen. We can make that collab happen. I'm just saying. Oh, oh you were talking to Unchained. Uh, no. talking uh-uh. to I'm talking to that man that called himself a beast. That's, that's who I was talking to. <laughs> okay. Now, you, uh-huh. you you hear that laugh on Beast Nation TV. You heard her Absolutely. say that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, when her, now, when her dress turned into a full-fledged afro, you heard it live uh-huh. on Beast Nation TV. You heard Write that down. Mark it down. 413, everybody. Able to search him. Enigmatic Mahogany on behalf of Epiphany Radio has challenged Mr. Beast King himself to a collab. So there it is. <laughs> I love challenges. I was hungry anyway. Uh, Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. We do appreciate <laughs> you coming because I'm about to unleash the rest of your illustrious army upon this mic. Beautiful. And I just want to say, everyone that has gone before me and those that have coming after me, a beautiful epiphany has definitely been presented tonight. I have enjoyed the artistic work of everyone. Peace and blessings, fam. Thank you all for your prayers and for your continuous support. Love you all. All right. Love you too, darling. Yes, 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 man. She didn't came through here and knocked the tables off the wall and everything. I don't even know what they were doing. Why, why y'all got tables on your wall, bro? <laughs> because we do. We do some magical things. Now, my... My best friend, a powerful killer of the pen, I love this woman, has entered the building, and now and it's game time. Testa. <laughs> Hello, guys. How are you guys tonight? Hey, Pastor. Hey, love. You good yourself? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Having a good time over here with y'all. And thanks for the honor. Thanks for the honor. You know we love you over here. You guys know we love you guys over here as well. I'm just happy to see all you guys come over here and share this moment with us. Hey, it's a blessing. I'm having a good time. Like I said, I can't say it enough, you know. And once again, you know, uh, I think this is the first time that someone has actually uh, featured a whole, you know, radio network. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole lot of us over here. You know, some of us are uh, albino, and y'all still, you know, respected their um, nationality by having them over here. Definitely. Hey, that was (laughs) – And the brother Rob is in the building. From Epiphany. <laughs> Let's get Rob. <laughs> hey, look, y'all, excuse me, I'm tripping over here. Um, you say Rob is in the building. Is is Panther going? Oh, yes. Yeah. She gonna get that? She gonna get it in? She gonna take her socks off? Who? I'll take my socks off. All right, all right. <laughs> you want Panther to take her socks off? Yeah, I'm gonna Panther take her socks off. Then I'm gonna hit my brother. You know, I'm gonna come through here. You know, he's the male version of Hurricane over here, man. I ain't got no name for him yet. We call him the Equalizer. But right now, hey, look, look I want, you know, Panther, 
Rip a hole in my socks, girl. Go ahead. Pull them claws. <laughs> I got a uh, Beast King Coyote with me as well. You got who? Beast King Coyote with her, too. Oh, how? Oh, do your thing. What's going on, everybody? This is John Hall, a.k.a. Beast King Coyote. Ah, man, y'all rocking over here on this microphone. You know what I'm saying? Just speaking a whole nation around this mug. The whole nation. That's right. That's right, man. That's we try to do this thing, man. My brother told me to just take my socks off, and and he gave me the keys to the microphones and all that. I brought everybody with me, man. I got Puerto Ricans and albinos. They backing me up. You know what I'm saying? We're about to do this thing. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to take it back and do a spiritual piece that I, I did before. It's called I'm Not Worthy of Your Heaven. All right. Thank you. Peace. All right, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Faith is defied, so meek to bear words stripped. Yet I was taught you feel it the most when you close your eyes. Bow your head. As these words are said, dear Lord, forgive me for I have said. I know not what I do in this earthly shell. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. I'm in this dark place where demons plague the weak and souls too cold they confess to liberty. But it's like for the silver lining from purity. And I watch in a sick and silent. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. I don't want to tamper with beauty so refined, yet I have the urge to rape my own mind. Thoughts. No one wants to heal the evil that lingers in souls, dwindles in fear. My fingerprint might be elusive, but my heartbeat is old. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. I often dream of ungodly things, such as displacing his plague and dancing in the streets and blood-covered memories of how he raped the purity in her soul. Why was everything snatched from me? And he's able to do what he's done. In three years was his sentence for a lifetime of pain. It's a point of rage and vengeance. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. Ain't this something? It shouldn't have been. I want the son of a bishop. Did you hear him say? Wait, Lord, for he is your son. For in your holy blood I receive light. And this is no longer who I am. He said, come, my child, and don't show to any regrets. You're not alive in heaven yet, and on earth you're not dead, live. You can't hide your spirit, for it shines through your eyes. It radiates off your skin and draws the aura of new life. For you, I have died, so our Father will see. There's more to you than me. For you were created in a vision so key. It's okay your mind can't grasp the vision. Even if the moon was your horizon at the eruption of love's final eclipse lit. Until you erase hate and wash away the hell that resides in every man. Forgive me, Lord, for I'm not worthy of your heaven. What if I, what if since you give your life to me and render your life to the prince and king of all kings? Forgive me, Lord, for I have 
sickness. I didn't think I was worthy of your heaven, but I see all you ever wanted was me to deliver my heart to thee. So I come as I am, openly, humble, and respectfully, as you comfort me in my heart, soul, and body as a mind. I know now that I'm a part of something so much more, for I am now worthy of heaven. Pencil, I'm hungry and need. Mm. You know what? You know what? I think that's my favorite piece from you is another one that you have. But this one right here, I believe you um, spit that at the inspiration factory on occasion one time before. I like that. And I always love your flow. Nobody else flows like you. Uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's dramatic in a sense. It's, you know, it's there. You know, ooh, can't say that one. It almost hurt me. But um, i got to tell you, you got that acting ability. And I know you're an actress. I know that, and many people might not know that. But um, every time I see you do that piece, I, I see you on stage. I visualize you on stage doing that. I, I, I just love you as an artist. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love you as well. Thank you. Yeah. So, Charles. <laughs> Talk about it, man. You know, you know. She's got me crying. I'm not supposed to be yeah. crying on this show. Have I do uh-huh. She's another teardrop, man. She's like, you know, make you cry. She's very emotional in her pieces, and I like that. And I you like can't be so, she can't be doing this to me on this show, Papa. Yes. <laughs> I'm Ooh. sorry. Whew. I digress. I digress. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Now, we're not done yet. We're going to be opening up. I'm going to let them speak for themselves when we open them up because it's another member of Epiphany coming through. Welcome to Beast Nation TV. Chosen. Yeah, yeah. Your mic is unmuted. How you doing, man? Hey, hey, hey. Who we got here? Who we got here? Yeah, this is Chosen King. This is Chosen King. Boy, how y'all doing, man? What's going on, little brother, man? I'm glad you was able to make it. Oh, uh, man, uh, Charles, man, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal brother, man. Uh, you know, rapper, spoken word artist, man. The boy is dope. He knows how to take off both of his socks at the same time. Not too many people do that. Most of us do it one at a time. This brother right here can take his socks off at the same time. That's why we call him Chosen King, man. What's up, little brother? Oh. Talk about. Hey man, how you? Man. How you living? Uh, yeah, man, I'm 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 so happy to be in the midst of y'all. Man. I just actually woke up, man. You know, uh, and I was like, man, I got to go on the show, man. I'm just so blessed to be here. I just caught um, 
the Queen's piece that she just dropped, man, and it was very refreshing, man. So I'm I'm, I'm just blessed to be in the building, man, and um, God bless everybody under the sound of my voice, man. Okay. And you got to pay $2 into the um, Epiphany Pot this week, man, for being the last one in the door. Uh, we talk about that behind. All right. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> it will be done. It will be done. Amen. But you right here, um, my brother station, man, my um sister station, you know, uh Beast Nation T V man, and uh, we just get, getting it in, man. Everybody been going in. We've been having a lot of fun. I've been cutting it up this last hour, you know, because I'm old and I guess I'm sleeping. Most old people get cranky, I just get silly. You know what I'm saying? So um I'm glad to have you over here, man. Uh I'm waiting to unleash you on, on these folks, man, so they can get to feel uh, you know, the power in your in, in what you do. Hey, hey Charles, man, you, you ready to hear this brother, man? This brother's phenomenal brother, man. I was born ready. Hey, let me say hey, you wanna ask him a question before he go in since since you defeat the future in this this network, man. You got a question for this brother? I got millions of questions. Right. But this question, particularly for you, my brother. All right. What is the greatest moment you've had this far since being a part of the Epiphany family? Ah, uh, the greatest moment. Um, I would have to say it was the first day that I called in to the uh, show. Um, I mean, just to hear the slew of talent, you know, and to to feel the love that I felt, you know what I'm saying? Because I felt love over business, you know what I'm saying? I felt it it was love before business, and they became a family outside of my, you know, regular family. Um, And I got to say the first day, man, you know, I've been hooked ever since, you know what I'm saying? They've given me motivation to write, um, and it's just been glorious, man. So I have to say the first day that I got got introduced to the family. That's wild. That is a blessing. That is truly, truly a blessing, family. So I'm just going to move out your way and let you do what you do best. The mic is yours. All right. Uh, I dropped some um, that I entitled, I Hope You Get It. All right. Y'all got to kind of bear with me. I just got up. You know what I'm saying? I just woke up. So, you know what I'm saying? But still glory to God, man. Um, It goes as so, yo, I said I got a couple actions to address. Like, why do black male actors go from roles filled with action to address? Now, I want you to get this whole picture and graph on finna sketch. Even though the Bible depicted the image of blacks being oppressed, this is the main reason Jesus took a laceration and stabs to the flesh. If you stay hung on what Jesus already hung up, then you just add into the mess. My heavenly dad said it best. The last shall be first. So what's happening is not a tragedy because in all actuality, we bless. But if you hate everybody who hair ain't black, then it's a fact what you practice and it's death. If they hair ain't made a wall and they feet ain't brass, it's like they don't even get half of your respect. Jesus died for everybody, but to say he only did it for a fraction is irrational at best. I rep a God who made apostles, who blew in the nostrils and lifted Adam with his breath, raised Lazarus from the death. Was with Shadrach in that furnace when he was burning, his anatomy didn't melt. The God who was with Job and at home when he was battling with himself. If you can't get over the past cause we've acquired, then I doubt you worship the God of the Bible. It'd have to be someone else. Look, the day you show equality with the qualities that stash within the text, only spirit gon' matter. The word nigger and cracker will have no effect. And Creflo Dollar put kids through college instead of asking for a jet. <laughs> 
It's going to come a day when every past slave master and overpaid pastor going to confess. Don't get me wrong. I love my black people. I just can't stand for segregation. See, as a nation, we're too complacent. The time wasted. Embrace it. It's facing. It's racing. It's got you racist. I hope my position that I deliver painted a vivid picture. Don't be foolish. Because even though we laid a foundation for the future, our kids got to live it. I hope you get it. Hey, that's what oh. I'm talking about. I'm going to let what? you go on with y'all. See what I'm saying? See? I've been trying to hold off since I set the table for you. But that piece right there and all of your pieces combined is going to make me eat. <laughs> I was trying to hold off. Trying yeah. to record it. That was a phenomenal piece. Your delivery, your stanzas, and for you just to wake up, you sound like you was like you sound like you said, Okay, I just woke up, I'm about to walk right into an album, right into the studio, drop it with sleep still in my eye, and that's how it's gonna be. And it's going double murder. You went past platinum. I liked it that. Yeah. I salute you, bro. That's humbling, bro. Thank you. Humbling man. Brother bad, it's my brother right there. You know? That's my brother. Hey, I, hey, I ain't even gonna go in on him, man. I just um thank you for um you know putting that in the airwaves and, and allowing everybody to you know taste of that and uh to feel that flavor, man, that vibe, man. You know we vibe together, and um I just love it, man. So I'm glad that uh you did that. My brother that heard you, you didn't got him excited when he said he's ready to eat. You know that's a good thing, man. You inspired him in that way. So uh, thank you, little brother, man. Hey, man, man. Thank y'all, man. Thank y'all, bro. It's humbling, man. Hey, much love. Much love, man. Now, my brother, Beast King Coyotes. 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 You ready? I can hear you. Eat or die. That's all I got to say. Trojan whore. From a female point of view. She got the body of a damn whore. What I mean by that, she got niggas running in and out like the liquor store. Legs open, spread eagle on the bare floor. Mouth wide, always asking if she can have more. Something about her in a revolving door. Every man ain't got, got the chance to all explore. Trojan whore. Slave to the game that pays me. I'm no top-notch model or athlete, she say, but I will fuck like one. On my knees, working every night, not on the field, but jerking him off. With my hands and my my hands and my mouth on him, enjoying the thrill. But what about how it makes me feel? He spills liquid cum shots down my throat, numb from the reality from fucking strangers. For my daily bread, keeping my kids fed, unwanted dirty thrills pays all the bills. I attempt to resist all the drama, but under the pressure. I just might lose my mother fucking mind, she say. 
I have to rewind and remind myself as I slide down a pole every night. I have to stay on track and not lose sight. If I had a dime for every unkind word, <laughs> every time I heard bust that pussy open, shorty, let me see that inside. Damn, man, that bitch is fine as hell. I would be just as rich as a starting player in the NFL. This shit has a toll on me. Feet bruised and six-inch still stilettos sleeping in late with, with black curtains on my windows, blocking out the light literally. What can you see? She has the body of a damn whore. What I mean by that, she has niggas running in and out like the liquor store. Legs open, spread eagle on the bare floor. Mouth wide, always asking if she can have more. Something about her in the revolving door. Every man in town got the chance to all explore. Trojan whore. I'm stuck in a trap, trump tight. Even my coworkers think of me. Every night. Them hoes want to fight, even though we work side by side on the grind 40-plus hours a week. It's a damn shame. They still don't know the real me, she say. I don't know how much more I can take of this shit. The stares, the requests, the hands groping me. It, it feels fatal like the third-degree burns to my skin. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, suffering in my sin within me. She got the body of a damn whore. What I mean by that, she got niggas running in and out like a liquor store. Legs open, spread eagle on the bare floor. Mouth wide, always asking if she could have more. Something about her in the revolving door. Every man got the chance to all explore. Trojan whore. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm addicted to the game of the dope thing. Addicted to the crap vision of serenity. I I wanted my life back. Prayers of an addict that doesn't want to smoke crack anymore. Tired of being called Trojan whore. It's funny not even a real person to them, especially the ones that make it rain on me, just as they make believe as the Gordon Fishers don't get it twisted. I'm a fisher of men. It's that shiny silver port. It's that shiny silver pole at work that lures me in. But if you will, it makes me ill. Because ironically, it's their pole that I'll be sitting on later on at night, manipulating them while I concentrate and go up and down in motions. Mechanically, I continue to demonstrate the horror in me. I got to continue on my hustle on the fast cash if they want to smash. She got the body of a damn whore. What I mean by that, she got niggas running in and out like the liquor store. Legs open, spread eagle on the bare floor. Mouth wide, always asking if she can have more. Something about her in a revolving door. Every man got the chance to all explore. Trojan whore. Too busy to concentrate on my feet as they swell. I'm tired as hell. The bounce of the club keeps me awake while I'm in a drunken state. That's the only way that I can deal with the fake and what's real. As they slap ones, five, ten, twenties. I keep on bending, tricking, pussy popping, not for the ones that want to be the boss, but for the ones of a good cause. Wait, the good cause is me, she say. Amazing how they never notice how I'm really into them, and all the dudes start to look like Benjamin Franklin's in them. Music loud, not loud enough to drown out how I feel or how he wants to touch me, touch my body and never reach my mind. Yet my soul secretly cries for the change. I continue to exist in a faded world that is night after night continuing to busting it open just so they can feel so out of sight in my delight. Three songs later as he asked me my real name, 
this nigga is a fucking lame. Do you really think that I would tell? But I need this money so I continue the fantasy. I giggle. <laughs> Michelle. Never missing a beat while shaking my tail. This is hell. He falls even weaker for me as I jump right in his lap and making my booty clap. Simulating sex and no glove. Now he's even more in love. Backing it up in VIP. <laughs> very important person, my ass. More like very into pussy or very important pay. VIP? Where the real pimping go down. It's for the tricks and the clown who claim to be gangsters, shot callers, ballers. And while they claim the mean streets, it's in a dark room they get got by me. Hit drilling. Ready for the real deal. So I suck them and fuck them and steal. The, all the rifle belongs to his wife and his kids. At the $100 an hour, no small beds. You can't hate on a robber who has no gun or no knife. This is how I do. Shit, this is my life, she said. So let's get it on, no delay. It's the street show. Keep the streets waiting for more. She got the body of a damn whore. What I mean by that, she got niggas running in and out like the liquor store. Legs open, spread eagle on a bare floor. Mouth wide always asking if she can have more. Something about her in the revolving door. Every man got the chance to all explore. Trojan whore. <laughs> he think he's slick. His idea of foreplay is weak. He tries to push my thongs aside and slip his fingers in. And I'm thinking, ain't no telling where his nasty-ass hands been. His head spinning, and I don't know if I'm going to throw up from blowing in my butt. <laughs> yup. I, 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 I feel sick from him sucking on my tick. Him fucking me in, or it's the five shots of Patron and Bacardi. This is the only way I know how to deal. Popping pills and taking numerous shots of tequila with lime. I continue to try, try to kill the sober state of mind. I ain't the only one high. I am the drug of choice, she say. Tight, wet, and moist. You stash your cash just to grab my ass and I establish myself in your life with my skills. Never realizing that what I really created for you is another bill. Keeping you from being from boredom. Your once a week fantasy. You can call me Joe Trojan Whore. She got the body of a damn whore. What I mean by that, she got niggas running in and out like the liquor store. Legs open, spread eagle on the bare floor. Mouth wide, always asking if she could have more. Something about her in the revolving door. Every man got the chance to all explore. Trojan whore. You see, this is John Hall, Beast King Coyote, Pen Assassin 42, Team Hungry, and Eat. Oh my. <laughs> my, my, my. My. I'm just trying to tell you. Uh, well, you painted a, a, a picture for sure. I'm trying to tell you, man. Uh, you know, uh, my mom was just on the line. She hung up. She's drinking some um, holy water. Hey, yo, man, I'm trying to tell you, Coyote. Yeah. Coyote. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> Hey man, I like I know you sang like that, man. I ain't, I ain't never heard you get down on the singing tip like that before. But uh, you know, that was very creative, man. I like to sing I like when you do that in there. And you know, the subject itself, I understood that. I got that message, man. And um, hey, that's just reality, man. But uh, hey man, I dug that, man. I dug that, man. 
Hey, hey, I'm just while while I'm sitting here listening to this show and this this great show going on, I'm in the background singing. It's my anniversary. One yep. anniversary. Yep. It's his anniversary. For real. Not a team hungry member. Salute. That's right. You told me earlier, man, and congratulations about that, man. Hmm. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Beast King Coyote. That's how you eat or die. Mm-hmm. I had to take off my bishop collar for a minute, though, man. He was going in. Really oh. <laughs> he was going in in a really sinful manner. And I drank some holy water myself. Me and my mom, we drinking holy water over here. Amen. <laughs> hey, Yodi, you know I'm thrown off like that, right? So don't, you know. Right. Oh, I know. No doubt. No doubt. Now, Panther. Yes. It's almost time for the, the Cypher Massacre. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but before that comes through, we're going to let another soldier from Epiphany open up that mic. And as while we open up that mic, we're going to be opening up Rob, Mr. Rob mic once again, because he got to get on this mic. We got to hear right. him. Right. Brother Rob, Brother Rob. Your mic is unmuted. Hmm. Hi, can you hear me? I'm sorry, I'm on mute. I was on um, I was on mute. Can you hear me? Oh, yo. Yes, we can hear you. Yep. Yo, Bubby, go take your medication, man. You're going you're acting crazy. <laughs> it's not my fault, man. My fault. I can't tell y'all what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess we can forgive you for that. What's up, you guys? How you doing? Epiphany represented all day. What's up, Beast King? What's up, Panther? How y'all doing? Baby, baby. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I was handling some little business, some um, spoken word business, so um, wasn't able to call in early. But um, thank you, uh, Beast King, for the opportunity to have me come in and take over the show. Man, it's a great honor. It's a great. Um, I'm in awe, so appreciate definitely appreciate you guys um looking out for us. Thank you very much. So um anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and do this piece and forgive me, I'm I'm just walking to the door of my house, so coming back, so anyway. Here we go. I am a radical uppity bourgeoisie revolutionary. I am a brother who is both conscious and lost. I am a field nigga who sometimes sneaks inside the house when no one I won't get caught. I am socially schizophrenic with the multiple personalities of that and stepped in sections. Because I'm an angry black who enjoys eating fried chicken and I'm sitting at home shouting, fuck system while I'm getting by the system 
duplicity becomes part of them. I do slave minds I'm just a called Negro educated like Carter G. Organizing my community is treat him. And I'm giving respect to all the beautiful black queens black as a female dogs and gardening tools, let me say that again, female dogs and gardening tools are music videos. I fight for right by performing Amos and Andy Minstrel shows. As I utilize Marcus Garvey's so sister race by waving the American flag. Dancing like Mr. Bojangles as a group to James Brown, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. While I'm covering a black face like Al Jolson. I am a nigger, a nigger, an Afro-African-American, picky nitty, pretty boy, half-free, mulatto, darky, who prefers white being on Thanksgiving. And just want to show my love to a beautiful black woman, but I'm too squared, too stupid, lack of chemistry, or vertically challenged for any of them to love me. So I want to kill Whitey by committing black-on-black crimes. Let these peckle with her rats know that they all can with my own kind. As I lounge in suburban enclaves, throwing up gang signs, all my homies on lockdown. Where my cappers, where my alphas, where my stigmas, where my cues. And where all those mandingo fools who utilize the tools in corporate boardrooms while they look around to each other and wonder where all the white women at. Leaving those beautiful Jezebels feeling defenseless against Daddy Max with bad credit scores. <laughs> I give praises to Allah because all I need is Jesus, Allah, Allah, old English 800 from the neighborhood liquor store to get my swords on, not to get my praise on, and later hanging with these gangsters and pranksters who are selling dime bags and let not anyone believe that I'm an undercover. Whoa. Closet that's perfectly hidden. Because that type of love is strictly forbidden from achieving true equality. And all I want is the young kids to follow me. Because like Charles Barkley, I'm not a role model. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just me. But for most of you, I could never be. Which is why you attempt to legislate your own narrow version of black identity and ignore the fact that even within our own melanin that we do have diversity. But most of y'all will see what you choose to see and to believe what you choose to believe. And to you, I'm nothing but a radical, uppity, bourgeoisie revolutionary. I am a brother who is both conscious and lost. I am a field nigga who sometimes sneaks inside the house when no one's watching, praying I won't get caught. Where labels instead of love is what we're constantly 
and consistently being taught in peace. In peace. Rob, man, you went all the way in on a man. You you know, you cut no slack in there, man. You's a hype brother, man. Uh, that's neat, man. You be going in, man. I, I'm not sure if I heard that one before, little brother. Yeah, that's well, well. That's one of my um, one of my many signature pieces. I'm entitled "Labels," and um, and it's pretty. I guess it's pretty self-explanatory. You know, it's just about the how, how the way we kind of from both sides, whether you're a conscious um, or conscious revolutionary, which I consider myself in between. I mean, between sometimes I could fall in between that or and in between the and the more the non-conscious folks who feel that I'm crazy and radical and out of control and all we label each other like you're not a you're not a down person or you're your uncle Tom or you are a, you know yeah. it, it it's something that you know one it's probably one of my one of my personal pieces and I'm really not too fond of, of deeply truly personal pieces but it's something that I had to write because that's what I was feeling I was feeling I was being tugged in every which way so yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you, man. Um, what you bring to the family, man, and you know, you as as an artist, we, I'm talking about as an artist right now. You know, I hear some of your pieces, man, and it, it's somewhere in there. I got a snicker every time. There's some. You always say something that's so humorous in, yeah. in the midst of saying something, making a serious statement. It's the right. way you say it, and uh, it, it keeps the listener uh, listening. You know, yes. and it, it it makes me smile, but I know it's something serious. It's a serious message, and so I like that 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 you know the difference in your art, being an artist, man, and also just knowing you, man, um, as a family member, um, what right. you what you do us, man. So you know, sometimes I think um, Kimbrella. I mean, everybody said it. You know how how close we all are, and yeah, you, you yeah. Really go. Sometimes and and we make up and we get it together um, and you help greatly with that with that 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 humorous person that you are you know uh, right and, and, you know so thank you for that man um, yeah. do you mind if I tell them how how I got you know real quickly it'll be real quickly how the way I got involved with Epiphany well actually you know you can be, actually um, I was I was. Friday, real quickly. I was it, was it was a Friday, and I was listening to one of the shows um, on 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 Blog Talk, um, and the poetry was just so was so phenomenal, so passionate, and just so on point. It really struck a struck a nerve with me, and it gave it gave me this mindset to where you know what I can't mess up to these poets, man. I'm like shit. I can't I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm I'm miles just you know. Just hang all my stuff up, man, because this is something that you just cannot you cannot take for granted. This is something that you something that you that you do to bring change and to bring you know bring balance and and an effort to everybody to to be aware. And I didn't think I I, I don't think I didn't think I was I, I could measure it up to that. And this was like only a few months ago, <laughs> you know. So then that same Friday, you know, when I posted it on my Facebook page, you know, just imagine. You post stuff on the Facebook page. It's going to get a reaction. So, lo and behold, the Epiphany Nuns, a.k.a. Selma Louise, Sister Taraji, and Cabrilla Renee, they called me up, and, no, they didn't um, influence me to talk me out to, to – they didn't talk me out of it. They just literally threatened me to not <laughs> – Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, he, you know – 
Taraji's going to basically drop everything and come out to um, come out to L.A. and you know tear me a new one. So I couldn't, I can we couldn't have that. <laughs> so, and the next thing I know, about a few days later, I got a call from you, um, brother, uh, for real, Bubby, and uh, you know I really am very very humbled and truly appreciative of the love that you gave me and, um, you know, the things that I bring to the table. And, you know, it's, it's all out of love and stuff. We have so many so many different, you know, backgrounds, so many different, um, you know, things that we do. You know, it's good that we see we have this umbrella of people, of diverse people that are, that, you know, are trying to bring a change and awareness to our, not only to ourselves but to, to our communities and stuff. So, you know, so I commend you, brother, for, you know, let me in the fray. I am really am thankful, and I appreciate everybody who 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 has um, taken time to hear my words and hear hear what I'm trying to bring. You know, so thank you, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, man. It's well yeah. worth because, like I said, it's something that you bring that that is tight. You know what I'm saying? So the love is mutual. The love is mutual. Thank you, brother. Definitely, thank you. definitely, definitely. You are highly appreciated. All right. And your style is all your own, my brother Rob. So I, we made sure that you got on the line. I don't care how many times I had to open it. I was like, he going to uh-huh. talk. <laughs> the yeah. show wasn't going to end unless you talk. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, it barely came through, but, yeah, I'm, I'm here. So, yeah, I'm really – I thank God I, get, I got that I got in there. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Glad you made it, Pookie. Wow. <laughs> we got – one more of your soldiers before the massacre. Now, after after this this queen drops her diamond, when the massacre happened, I just want you to hold your seatbelt and be ready, my bro. Okay. Hey, hey, now. How you doing, Beast Nation? Um, first time, my sister Shakira in the building. Just hello to my Epiphany family. Y'all know I love y'all. Uh, I'm glad I did get to stick around. Y'all know the military be having us up at the crocodile four in the morning. But um, I'm just blessed to still um, be able to be a part of the show, firing up the mic over there, like, on a daily basis, as usual. So I just I just thank y'all for having me a part of y'all ship that already was floating and moving. Um, really, really blessed to be in the building. Hey, that's that's wonderful, darling. Good to hear your voice. I'm glad that you stuck in. For a little bit, um, it's out of having you over here representing the family and being a part of the family. Shakidra Roberts, y'all, is uh, one of the hosts over there at the uh, Inspiration Factory every Sunday, man, a dynamite poet, spoken word artist, and a lovely, lovely sister, man. You know, it took us a while to break the code of how to say her name, but, man, it was <laughs> <laughs> So, so now that we have, we know you got to get up early. So we're just gonna let you go on in, sis. Uh, anything right. you want? Anything else you want to add to what you didn't already say before you go in? Um, just a your every poet out there. You know, I listen to different people saying, um, talking about themselves as a poet. As long as it's your life, it's your ministry, it's your testimony. However you feeling, your emotions. You know, you got so many different varieties of poetry, and you can't be ashamed of it. You can't feel indifferent about it. You just got to go speak the truth, um, which is in you, and it should be of you. And after that, whether if everybody say no, as long as you say yes to yourself, you're going to be a poet, um, spoken word artist every day. 
That, that's truly that fire. And my mom was on the line. Usually my mother and my grandmother, wherever I go, they go. But um, my mom called it a night around 10.30 or so. But um, she just always sends her love out. They really, that's my support squad right there. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing and much love. And you make sure you let her know that uh, I said hello also. That's our people, man. I will, I will, I will. All right, All right I'm going to get, get into this piece. All right, sis. You say that you are my sheep. Why aren't you following me? You say that I am your shepherd. Why aren't you following me? When my sheep, when they hear my voice, they come running to me. And you say, I am your shepherd. Why aren't you following me? See, a lot of people praise the youth for being saved nowadays as if God didn't say to have a mind like a child would be the way to get to his gates because your mind has to be subject to change to find his way. Sometimes they want to fill us with scriptures while at the same time mix us with some debris. Now we overflow with lukewarmness because we've become enslaved to a church that's not even free. What I wear determines my awareness to Christ the day I go to church determines if I understand the day God rested after six days of create light. See, they want me to understand that the church not perfect, but want me to be perfect to be saved, or I'm considered a deserter. I'm considered blind. I'm considered a sinner. I'm considered a withered soul with no peaceful intentions, just unworthy that I mention I'm young. I'm a babe in Christ, but my first week I was filled with zeal, so they told me I was ready to speak life. Now they think twice, and the third thought of the spirit is not even there, so they say I'm not ready to put on my armor to fight this fight. They want me to be in Bible study, to be over the study, but steady belittle my study because as a youth, it's not good enough. Christ started preaching at 12, so the youth has always been in the forefront, so the youth not being ready, I call that bluff. I'm supposed to be fasting. I'm supposed to be in church seven days a week preparing to take the seat of the ones that saying I'm supposed to be perfect but acknowledge themselves through their message as being weak. So if I'm blind, what do I see? If you say I'm not listening, you say I'm deaf, that means I can't ever hear myself, just God himself. I can only imagine and picture salvation if I'm both blind and I'm deaf. What does your hurt have to do with me? When you teach, you teaching based off the chains that still haven't set you free. Now, I'm confused, which is what y'all say about the youth anyways. But you put me in a battle and I already expect for me to lose. But that's a promise that wasn't meant for me. I was in the club and going to church at first. I was confused about what water to drink, but after the alcohol, my kidney still had a thirst because alcohol didn't cure that hurt. I was trying to be the next dime on your timeline, reducing my worth on my timeline, trying to find the time that wasn't in his hands of his time time, but still trying to find this church that said, come as you are, when I realized that was just this time's lie. Everybody wants to be the next mega pastor. Everybody wants to be the teacher for the preacher. So they will deceive you to win you over. So when the votes are cast, your vote is a part of the sequel. See, the church and the world seem equal. So I thought I should go back to my comfortable state, eating steaks as I drink my life away, wondering if I would die each day because I sold my soul to hell's real estate. His agents came to find me and took me to show me he would give me the world if I bowed down to him. He said if I wanted to succeed, I had to ride for him, die to him. 
him and then say goodbye to the world, my life was, wasn't that precious of a gem. I was almost convinced until God said that was enough that night on the stage. He turned me away and told me to stay away because the enemy going to kill you if you decide to wither away. I learned I'd rather be an unpredictable, optimistic child of God. Whether someone says I am or I'm not, have salvation, restoration, and strength to resist temptation with God rather than feel what it's like to be raptured by someone else that's not God and will forsake me once I get on his side. The people of the church are not the church. We are all the church body composed of many parts. For the limbs don't make us operational, but it's about the conditions of the heart. Choose ye this day who you should serve, because on judgment day, age, gender, and sex doesn't matter, for his word will declare your worth and what you deserve. In peace. My, my, my. You see them Explosion. Explosive. You cleared the mic. That sounded like <laughs> missiles. That sounded like <laughs> missiles. Thank I like you, you already. You. I'm your fan. I'm gonna be your. I'm gonna be your fan today. I like you already. Y'all thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank hey, you. That, that's a Kedra man. Our secret weapon. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thank you, darling. Hey, look. What can I say about that? When you started singing, girl, um, I keep forgetting we got another singer in the family, y'all. Uh, I put Jennifer Hudson that took over the mic. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was beautiful, though, sis, and thank you for staying up this long night hour with us. But it was well worth it, at least for me, because I got to hear that lovely, lovely piece, girl, and your flow is awesome. you like dynamite. you like a gospel rapper. So. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate the love. Y'all know I've been ahead too bad to get up, but stay on fire. Stay on this round that y'all about to do. Represent. I love y'all. Um, poets all around the world meet you at the mic. Um, it's, it's always love to gather around other poets and artists. Um, but I shall see y'all again, hear y'all again, and uh, pray for me as I pray for y'all. Yeah, hey, thank you. And get some sleep, sis. Get some sleep. And uh, we love you. Love y'all. Love y'all. Night. All right. Good night. All right. That was power. And now it's game time. What I like to say, <clears throat> callers who have not stood in peace and other callers that have already spoken to me about doing the peace, press star eight right now. To begin our massacre will be baby 691. And after baby 691, it will be I, Beast King, the Lady Piranha, and then everyone else after. So everyone right now who has not spit a piece and the ones who wanted to spit a piece, press star eight right now to get in our queue. And the East Virginia, who we opened your mic, will you please press star eight again so we can get you back in? Oh, there you go. East Virginia?
or maybe you're just listening. We're going to close that mic back up. Now, my bro, for real, Yo, I know you've yeah. been having a ball. Hey, man, I'm having a good time, man. Me, I'm sitting back here with two Mexicans and, a, and an albino. Oh, I understand that. I know, I know Melissa having a ball here. So I guess <laughs> yeah. it's time for me to... Yes, I am thoroughly enjoying myself. <laughs> guess I'm going to do what I have to do best then. I'm going to start it off. This piece is called Black Rain. The ancestors of our ancestors are crying. Every time that you looked into a sunny sky, then it turns dark. It is those ancestors that are crying because most of their blood, sweat, and tears they put into this foundation and lineage, and our bloodline is dying, and they say, we believe too many lies, so when we try to speak truth, it still turns out to be lying. They're upset with us. Men no longer want to be men. They no longer try to be warriors anymore. They like to wear turtleneck sweaters that transform into a dress, and now they wear handbags. What is the world going to? They don't even know anymore. We don't even respect our elders anymore. The ancestors are crying. Everything that Shaka Zulu ever did don't amount to nothing if we still fight over these little bitty pieces of scraps and chips. We shoot each other over blocks that we'll never ever own, and we always say that we the baddest one when someone else is always there to set another tone. Our ancestors are upset. They are mad as hell. You ask why? Because we were a warrior race. We were proud. Yes, we were proud. We had no problem with shedding our tribes and our clans. We said those words out loud. But now we have no snitching policies. We don't snitch on other people as long as those people look like us. But as long as we keep killing us, what happened to the end God we trust? We purge us. And the ancestors are not happy. The elders say the young ones don't listen to us anymore, so we don't bother shedding the information anymore. The ancestors are not happy. What happened? Why did the scheme turn so black and white? Because even if it's black and white, if you come from the same space and the same time continuum, you still act alike. The ancestors don't like this anymore. We don't talk about Garvey anymore. We don't talk about Malcolm X anymore. We only talk about Harriet Tubman when we do rebuttals. What is that? What is that? We don't respect nothing they did anymore. We have became a timid, weak race. Yes, I said it. We've become a timid, weak race. But we only get upset when we see another race making sure that we are displaced. We have become a tear, a tear in the eyes of the ancestor because now when you look into our eyes, when we see people with badges that are self-appointed slave masters, we show nothing but fear. Let's make this clear. We were warriors. We let them take everybody that was an icon, everybody that was a leader that was us, and transform them into nothing. Boondocks shows us how we treat us as nothing. We have too many nigger moments right now. We're so proud to call each other niggas right now. No one wants to say niggas right now. 
N-E-G-U-S. We hate ourselves so much that we bleach our skin. We are so upset with conscious people because they fell in love with the melanin. Why? Because we don't understand. Why? Because we don't bother to understand. I know we think that we are so top of the food chain that no one else in the world matters, and we are the ones that only should give a damn. Damn. When did we become so arrogant, so egotistical, so lying hypocritical bigots. Why do we act so large, but when we come against a larger force, we transform into midgets? I don't understand this anymore. See, this is the black brain. It is the black pain of a black stains of all over the wood grain. So many of us are getting killed with no arms at all. You heard me. We're getting killed with no arms at all. We have no guns, no blades, no knives at all, but they're still making sure, like Humpty Dumpty, we're falling off of this wall. They don't care about us anymore, but it's not their fault entirely because we haven't cared about us for this war. We fell in love with material, so we so materialistic. And we want money and we hoard these things like a naughty leprechaun. We're so materialistic that we became so sadistic. What the fuck is this? We see this black brain. And when we see another mother die, another mother and son cry, and we're asking the Lord have mercy, why? We don't look at ourselves anymore. We want to fight now. Like the war hasn't been going on since we were even in our mother's womb. Like, why are we fighting now? Our parents, parents, parents was fighting, but we don't even understand that. Wow. When we see us getting killed and we see it all on the news and social media, we say, man, that's not the DLC. We have became so out of place right now that we wonder why everyone want to see us erased right now. We do enough black genocide to cause a black holocaust that we worry about these other sides right now. Look at ISIS with these materialistic devices cutting us into slices right now. They're defacing Egypt. Why? Because they don't want nobody to remember us right now. They're making thousands and thousands of years of history be crumbled. They want a Royal Rumble right now. We don't have enough thinkers. We have a whole lot of smokers and drinkers right now. And we wonder why this world is flipping over on its backside into the blink right now. We don't understand anything. Because the ones who really understand, who really try to reach and teach, they give you more than just a clever speech. They give you this information for this information to soak in and get deep. But we don't say anything. It's just these games and scenarios we just constantly peep. We don't boycott nothing right now unless it involves hurting us personally. See, we've got so personal that if it's not fucking with us personally, we don't even care. We don't care about being human anymore. We don't even know that we don't even breathe the same air. And we act like this world owes us anything, like this world was dictated to being fair. But we're looking at this. We've been born in a life of despair. No, we have not been born in a life of despair. We've been born in a place that's been cutting us up and fucking us up and shutting us up and leaving us medium rare. Yes, we've been living through nightmares. Why? Because we thought that everything was good here in America, but we forgot that you have to put the KKK when you put the words up, America. There's so much black rain right now. 
So many of us are in pain right now. And then bullets go all through our brains right now to drive most mothers into hospitals and other ones in the ambulance and most in the coffin is going insane right now. Children are getting buried under walls and ledges right now, getting burnt alive and put up under hedges right now. We got black riders and revolutionary people coming right now, but we need more. We need more movement and action and understanding right now. What happened to the armies of this nation? We used to have a nation like, wow, but I'm not talking about just the nation of Islam. We are a fucking nation right now, but we're scared. Not enough men, too many boys, not enough queens, too many bad bitches. And they wonder why our people are getting put up in ditches and constantly put in ICU, laced up with stitches. And they wonder why I'm a beast right now. They wonder why I eat right now. I eat for our families right now. You should understand me right now. If you've been like me, losing your mother in 2014, you should understand what it takes for me to even speak on this mic right now. I've seen a lot more death than I can ever even say. I've lived a lot more lives than I could ever try to play. I've died three different times on a hospital bed, and that is the truth. What can I say? And all through those revelations, you understand? I understand every day that our ancestors don't like what we're doing. Our ancestors don't like these lives that are mixed in with lives we've been pursuing. That's why there's a lot of black brain. Every time rain hits your face, you should feel it as black brain. Every time you look into the concrete and you see those impigmentations or presentations of bodies that were stained, you should get mad as hell, but not just to say things. You should move right now. Do what you've got to do right now. Because we're more than just a nation or an army or a clique or a posse or a crew right now. We're world changers in the space of rearrangers right now. So instead of me just lashing out with just physical anger right now, I move with a team that is hungry right now. I run with beasts that are in the nation right now. And we trying to do a globalization right now to understand what our people are facing right now. When I say people, I mean all of us, whether you like it or not. You should understand when you see this black rain. And eat. Peace, nation. Team home. I yeah. am a woman of color. I am relevant. For some rhyme or reason, they have placed me in a class and then a subclass. It's hard enough being a woman, but now I'm being sick again. The particles that can't be seen with the flower is being um, refined. I am the flex that are seen as undesirable because I do not blend in. Well, it's not that I'm not of equal measure, having come from the same source. So this is where I am. When collected by those who enjoy difference and a little more flavor than that bland and pasty concoction, we are powerful to the palate. Oh, but we have a journey to always be more, always know more. 
but to rise to the occasion. More often than not, we are living in our J-E-A-N-S, the DNA of kings, queens, royalty that's inside of the blood that flows. We cannot, though, allow this taught hatred, this loathsome burden they have made of our melanin, the way they try to cause destruction to us. See, a whole cannot stand if you weaken its part. Our shades vary from the blue blackness of the Sudanese, the amaretto of the Ethiopians, the alabaster to the deepest chocolate of us. This mixed race people of America they have chosen to call black. We we have chosen to fight back. We are alone in this plight brought on by the great diaspora. But we must remember we are strong women of color. We must remember we have been given the essence of survival because all of our ancestors survived going back to the days of Noah. Please remember we are valuable and proud. We are valuable and proud. We are priceless. We are from the big river across where the land disappeared. I am more than my tone. I am more than just my shade. I am a force to be reckoned with. Just back me in a corner and watch the result of my struggle to get out because I will get out. I am a woman of color. I have a voice. I am relevant. I will be reckoned with. I will be seen. I am ready. Are you ready? Are we making our seed ready? They, the days, they still exist, but this time, baby, we have a choice. We have a choice. My fist is in the air, my arm raised strong in solidarity because we are here. We have a choice. Never will I abdicate my voice. I salute you in eat, baby, six. Nine one. Me, the Hello. You're live. Yeah, why am I unmuted? Is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, say something. I just heard you're unmuted. Anyway, this is Cleveland, Ohio, calling in. I didn't know you all had an open mic, so um, give me a chance to pick up some, pick out something. And I'm going to just pick up the first one I get from my notes. And this one is called, um, I'm going to call it, I'm going to use this one called um, A Prayerful Tone. Speaking in tongues is exercising the muscle of it. Use the strength of its muscle to rebuke wickedness and evil that have launched against us. If alone and there be no interpreter, 
Use the strength of a powerful tongue to pray that the meditation of our hearts be used as a vehicle to bring our desires close to the ears of our Creator, our shape in form. I'm having a breakdown. Every ounce of rhythm stagnant by crooners occurring events. The social construct heading towards self-destruct. Shrapnel obstructing my third eye vision. The decimation of dollars. Ignorance defeating wisdom. Three-day notices stroke my hopelessness. Right now, I just want to holler. Submerged in escape business for one night. Become lost in the warm, moist comfort of your evolution, baby, and climb and ride my branch to help clear the confusion. Our bones drown out shrieks of another brother shot dead playing continuously in our head, so we penetrate outrage in this bed. Igniting desires, calling the red a global catastrophe, making this art of love a masterpiece. As my staff rises like crime rates, hardened like Mike Brown's killer, the government will never decide his fate. As politicians cut heads, start to pay and drones to fly and spy on peaceful protesters. As we move our sessions on the dressers, with bodies intertwined, we envision tear gas, rubber bullets, and armored tanks making the tension spread your thighs wide. Pushing, pulling, fantasies, undetected in no-fly zones. Police and Ebola jointly regulating black population control while missionary positions unfold and you take me all in like a lost traveler. Relinquishing words of racist bastards, beheading allies, dividing occupied lands, but were never chosen. Your oratory vibrations got me completely frozen. Oh, shit, baby, I'm about to blow. As your juices flow like profits in pockets of corporate pimps, turning the working class into their personal holes, and they know what they like. Enforcing foreign policies through airstrikes. As our balance of passion ascends in heaven, the rest of the world descends in hell. And in the heave of it all, we ask, we tell, we take. We hide to escape the mother's pain of a child slain by straight bullets of drive-bys or infants left at dumpsters by teenage moms heading to senior prom. We faintly hear the cries of climax reaching its peak. Tears of orgasmic collisions, exploring mind-blowing decisions, God damn. I love getting in with my conscious freaks. Vigorous strokes from her fingertips, melting polar ice cap drips, a redness of melanated rips erected by my tongue. Seize your body's motion via a bliss of unfiltered devotion, making us come to the revolution. Fists raised in empowerment, extracting retributions, laying soaked in sweat. I'm pining on fallen comrades and innocent bystanders we never forget. Now we're back in the game. You fed me your energy and cleanse me with your feminine rain. So it's time to hit those bricks. Continue resistance of unapologetic blackness back on the prowl. And no enemy can fuck with us because we know our time is now. There's an inferno oven being heated by the government. Baking recipes of purging and genocide of faces that resemble mine and I smell 
martial law. Chaos and disorder border the prophecies of revelation. My mind is destroying and separating this raw, unprotected orgy of hatred. While the safeness of your loved embrace with your hands caressing my waist is branding my face with traces of spontaneous adrenaline and salacious grins. See our bodies bend and we blend in torrid rhythm and hymns while you submerge and I receive. Tighter than my current on sanity, wetness welcoming the way you handle me between the parting of my knees. As my love muscles squeeze, dawn's light peeking through the blinds, traveling the flex of our spines as I tremble. With desire, mind filled with fire of sinful thoughts still parading from this millennium masquerade. Backdrop scenery change at the cast. Directors and storylines are still the same. History chasing its tail in pursuit of annihilating the black male. Flooding the pavement with melanin blood trails. Biological warfare tipping the scale. Fever coughing, coughing up lies to sell. Truth infected with rusty nails while we inhale the toxic yet exhale within each other's names, hoping to chase this disdain of mental pain's carnal pleasure, falling deep into inebriation until our spirits hang over and drip dry of their tears. See, they market fear as a universal commercial driven within the subliminals of privately owned cerebral correction corporations of America while they profit, stuffing their obese wallets with our lack of knowledge, our eyes locking wisdom, understanding this cadence of libido metaphors and entwined earth tones. Ooh, yes, you're giving me exactly what I need. You push, I pull you deep into me, deeper than the truth in hidden color DVDs, one, two, and three. Now breathe in sync with me because we need this release. We drench these sheets in urgency. This state of emergency has me purposely submissive to flexible, edible movements for you. Plunging and pulsing, bodies convulsing, California quaking, breathtaking, arrival statements, the coming of your soldier station within my birth station as we're facing war right outside our front door. Our hearts beat to the rhythm of a Marcus Garvey quote. A people without knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. So clearly... We've got so much more living to do. Carefully, we lie within each other's arms, preparing to be dangerous together, armed with the lack of tolerance for white supremacy or the power to be conglomerates. We pay homage to the black fist while you rub and kiss this possibility of our creation of a moon or a sun. Eyes locking once more for confirmation that the time has come because we haven't forgotten the rounds and sounds of another one of us tased, profiled, humiliated, shot down, shot her around the world. Revolution, revolution, revolution. When you ask, the time is now.
Hello? The mic is yours. Oh, okay. Mm. Wake up in the morning, I grab my gold rolly, my gold chain, my gold ring, and people look at me, they say, oh, he's nothing but a common dope man, but nah, I'm way smarter. See, I'm still in school, but that 40 Glock was my best tool, matte black to be exact. I put it in my backpack next to my jean jacket with the snapback, oh, swag on full attack. Step outside of school after bell ring, and I see other opposing gang rivals ganging up on me, and I let them know that the 40 Glock is hugging my scheme. I tell one of my people say he's going to beef with me and bring me rainy days, so I call up my OG and we spin a bin, hit him up, and take his cane away. People ask me, how do you hit him a mile away? I tell him on trains I got perfect aim. Okay, now I ran into another poet. She was a fast by her mouth, so I know she was something like a piranha. She introduced me to the family, so she tells me when it's drama time, bring her out. She's get irate, and I say people don't play with her. Chopper come out, and I shoot up this place. Now, this is the mind of a young black man who didn't have a stronger black man to show him the ways of this world. So I'm going to go into it how I do it. Go into a corner, and I spit out these rocks. What do I have? That's row again. He takes him to step on these open vials, and I'm talking about the heroin vials. I mean the Bible vials that I didn't read, that I overlooked, and I proceed to keep on moving. People looking at me, and I'm telling them I'm from New Orleans, so you know I got a beat in my own head, so I'm going to keep on grooving. As I'm looking at the other day, sitting in front of the trap house, bullets flying each and every way, but one missed me, hit my best friend, but I think it was for me. But I'm looking at God like, oh, you saved me. Break down on my knees, and I'm starting to pray that I hope I see out of this life, but I understand that this not right, but I need my paper because I ain't eating right. People keep on asking me, Luchi, which road are you taking? I say that road of destruction, but I'm looking for that road for success, and if I have to clean up my own destruction, then this is my mess. Now, my mother born is shock, and I'm in a tank with a lot of guppies, and I keep on eating and eating, but I'm not filling my stomach. I am hungry. As I say now, I am born in this world of vengeance. But God told him vengeance was mine, but I am the punishment he sent upon you because you sinned against him, so I am back on my hood screaming out, I have that throat. Luchi YBN, in peace. You're up. See, I would like to introduce you to Dejan. A lot of you aren't familiar with this name, but I'd like to say he is the inspiration, the sole source of SYA. He is the shy gentleman type of Mr. Lover Lover, so I thought I'd introduce you to that other cat that holds down his thoughts would see, not today. See, I was wondering if I should let you know that my thoughts journey through yours as I trying to find the right words to say. See, my mind journeys through your thoughts before I fall asleep, y'all. Presence and embrace its destination for reality. See, I'm sitting here. As I stare at the ceiling as if I'm having a seven contest, don't want to blink first. See, you're going to sleep first because I can't do anything else but think of you wondering that maybe, maybe you're thinking of me the same way I'm thinking of you as your eyes close. But see, my eyes won't close, and even if they do close, you're on my mind. 
So I say again, my mind journeys through your thoughts as I fall asleep. Your presence and embrace my reality's destination. See, I want to break down your boundaries, be its demolition, help you with the reconstruction of your insecurities, help you support the confidence which holds your radiance. See, I'm trying to earn your love even if I steal your heart. And no, I'm not trying to seem clingy. But without you, I don't want to be, nor can I see myself. See, I want to rock in your love, gain amnesia where I place the key. See, I'm homesick. My love is homesick for a heart that I yet to fully know. Yet to fully know. But yet, I feel like I found my dream house, so... I feel like we can make room for each other, exchange, exchange spare keys, have extra drawers, and even have an extra toothbrush for our love to make itself at home. See, I think we're ready to make that move because I think we're close enough. See, I'm trying to close the space between us that keeps our gender and our friendship apart. Let them become one like us. My objective is to turn two nouns into an adjective. See, I think we're close enough. I'm trying to lock in your love. I guess you could say I'm trying to be latched like Sam Smith, but don't tell nobody. This is for your disclosure. That's why AKA Psy, bringing about for fresh air, depleted minds. That's why I the poet. That's that piece. My MP3 player is set on full volume. As I enter my favorite musical spot, I scan through the new joints. But something, or should I say, someone caught my eye. Greatest hits of the 90s, held in the hand by a beautiful woman with ebony eyes. I walk to the stranger and ask to see that appealing that she's holding. We have an intriguing chat about the songs and which what each one means to us on a personal level. She looks at me and then, with a sue in the voice, she says, What's good, Lynn? You feeling the tribe called Quest? I swear, check out the rhythm and Bonita was the best. They really went all out on them classics. I remember, it's a hard knock life for us. Used to be all up in my ear. Enough about me. You seem to be scoping it out, too. You look like you appreciate a skate. Do you want it, too? With a cocoa eye matching, D'Angelo, brown sugar, babe. I would love to hear what songs that you would want to remember. Before I can speak a word back to her, my reminiscent memories leads me to five steps to eternity. Drew Hill on my radio keeps the lady yearning as we rolling down the street. Smoking Indo, sipping on gin and juice with Snoop. Always got me loose. And if you wanted to get twisted, that song was the proof. And then our conversation heated up and I bought up Usher. I said, do you want me to take it nice and slow? That's when she started blushing. I read the disc two portion. And I love that first song. Miss Erica Badu, keep us going on and on and on and on. The 90s, impossible to wrap up in just 40 songs. I asked, what other tracks do you like before I can take this home? 
She sings, ooh, na, 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 but there's only one copy left. I like to take it home and light candles and put on Butter Love by next. Though I don't have a man around, it's nice to vibe off, she says sensually. Maybe freak like me and doing it and doing it and doing it well might be too wild for me. Then she tells me when she was younger, she was singing every word to It's a Hard Knock Life for Us, not knowing what she was talking about, but she was flexing, trying to be cute. Not wanting to get too deep into her sexuality, I stopped her. Wait, Miss Pretty Brown Eyes, I got to compliment you on your taste and your quality. She tells me you look a little unsure taking taking this from me. So I'm going to let you have it and take it home and grind to the 90s beat. This is John Paul, Beast King Coyote, Team Hungry, and Eat. Hello? The mic is yours. How you living for real? Huh? How you living for real? Hello? The mic is yours. Hold on just a second, Mike. <clears throat> Mike, check one, Mike. <clears throat> Overdue. You said you would pay attention, but you didn't. For some reason, you stopped payment. Let me left me hanging with. Excuse me, Mike. Mike, check, Mike. Mike, check. Come on, Pope. I just you caught me in uh in the midst of moving around. Lip. <laughs> Lip. Live in peace. No more R.I.P. Down in the ghetto sanctuary. Today precedes yesterday, and yesterday precedes my life in death. The days of old just passed. Memories of dead and gone just passed. Time lost souls down in the ghetto sanctuary. Seen too many dead spirits in my lifetime. Once among the city lost child. Once upon a time, my blood-stained tears upon my eyes. And this is my sweet voice eulogy from the life that's on the inside to the best partners, to the pallbearers that bear, to those that never should have been there. Let it be known. Let it be clear. I really don't want you to beat me there. Don't want you to miss me there. I hate to say goodbye myself. Hate to see myself even laying there. View enough bodies living Rest in peace there. The graveyard streets open caskets of reality, celebrating the passing of a brother that killed another brother. I'm not trying to be that other, the same man in that at his own funeral. This is my obituary expressions in the ghetto sanctuary. L.I.P. Live in peace. No more R.I.P. to my homies and friends. Down in the ghetto sanctuary. You see, this is this peace, 
by the Bishop Pope my soul like to the spirit pen. I hope my life is written in the book of life. Don't forget to say uh, your prayers and amen. My pen once lost, now found. Picked up the pen, pipped up, preacher piped down. Life to the pen uh, from the beginning to end. And that's that period a child is born, live to die. Spirit revelations, huh? Life to the pen. You see, life to the pen, the pen to life, life to the pen. The beginning of my life was written, huh? From the pen, the language from which I came from. Stone carving, even down to the fingerprints, huh? But when I was born, it became my footprints, huh? Yet I'm looking back at the footprints in the sand. It was uh, the street pen to the light pen to the street pen uh, my story was written in. It says, uh, I was carried over and through by a friend. I didn't see, yet I believe in him. The word scripted in stone. My world, my world. Uh, pen uh, to be reborn. My life magnifies uh, the epiphany word. Uh, yet the world uh, got me on death row. Pull switch. Huh, still can't write what I just wrote. You see, I'm serving pen to life. And that's that piece by Pope P. Oh, mercy, mercy me. All things ain't what they used to be now. Where did all the blue skies go? Where did they go? Hot ghetto mess decorates my city streets. And my eyes have seen bloody dreams spilled into the sidewalk cracks replacing concrete. And my eyes have seen babies malnourished and children not fed of love from absentee parents. My eyes have seen fallen soldiers buried alive by jealousy, greed, and ignorance. Blaming everything on the saltless crackers. Locking arms, singing kumbayas until their voices cracked and so were their backs. Martin said, don't fight back, but I don't see any damn freedom in that. As a matter of fact, I want all my goddamn votes back. Four acres and a mule will make us asses of the people of color. See, they are some dirty motherfuckers. I had a dream and then my black ass woke up to a very real nightmare. See, I have seen some very unclean things you would not believe I've seen. Living here in this city, empty flaming hot bags of chips, play tag with gun shells on the city streets of Chicago, a.k.a. Chirac. Dreams and screams is all you know and puddles of mother's tears cushioning your steps while Ducking bullets blowing through the trees along with the wind. Then tainted hip-hop masqueraded as a heavy bass line shows his ass. Popos give chase. Then dope needles and unread books both appear as garbage to onlookers. And at night you exhale because your man puts his keys in the door and you can sleep now. Little girls play hopscotch on a forgotten outline of body chalk, and later they run up and down the street, pretending to praise dance with an abundant supply of crime scene tape. 
We stand on the curbs of the streets, glaring at a funeral position, procession, wiping our tears, looking at, at it as if it's a ticket tape parade, and we pray that we do not know the deceased because we know this pity has no, this city has no pity for our youth souls. Gun violence is, is out of control, and why is the doors of the churches always closed? And this city has a God-forsaken soul of its own, and if you don't watch your back, you'll lose your soul and spin way out of control. Lord, Lord, please have mercy. Bear moms, and that's that peace. The itty bitty spider walked up the waterfall. Down came the rain and water spider around. Out came the sun and tried for the rain. And the itty bitty spider walked up the spider again. How can my girl expect me to accept the seed that doesn't belong to me? Hazardous to a child's health. I think I'll hate him, despise him. I bet he'll look like his fucking daddy. Forever reminding my soon-to-be wife of a monster with dick and balls who attempt to ravage her all. I left her one day, having to take a business trip, kissed her on the lips and told her to be safe. She said, okay, King, and I swore I checked every window for itsy bitsy spider. I left it on the third night of the third day. Her life was changed. The front door was supposed to protect her. It got picked and unlocked. Her dance in the kitchen at 2 o'clock, Shakur blasting. How do you want it? How do you feel? The intruder entered. My thoughts to be safe home. Before my wife could draw her knife, he stares her eye to eye. They began to she fought with all her might. As I set a thousand plus miles away, my stomach turned, and I began to grow angry. I knew I just needed to check on my lady. My calls go unanswered, text messages unread. The worst ran through my head. Meanwhile, this man is trying to get my wife to give him head. Down on her knees, praying, God, please, please, someone help me. She's throwing upon the floor. Her hands around her throat, pulling her clothing bit by bit, she begins to scream as he rubs her sacred lips. He bangs her head. The other hand begins to separate her legs. She closes her eyes to prepare for the voice as he slid himself where he had a place. He maliciously stroked my wife that day. She lay bleeding, unable to move beaten black and blue. My baby knew she needed some help, but what was I to do? A thousand miles away, I called the police and I think they could do. They told me my wife may be sleeping. Nights turn into day. Open door, blood upon the floor, her cell phone rings. And I find it broken into pieces. I try to hold myself before I broke into pieces. The first thing to do was to knock on the neighbor's door and see if they knew what had happened. They told me about an ambulance, light shining red and blue, and a real strong man carrying her in his arms, about six one, dark complexed, and I knew exactly whose reflection was depicted. 
Her best friend, my main man, saw my lady. Arriving at the hospital, my friend sat by her side. His hands running through her hair, her eyes were closed, face unrecognizable. Anger rise, my blood boiled. He walked from her to me and began to break down the story. Kicking down the door, cause he heard her whimper. Something his spirit told him to check up on her. My wife, laid in the bed, I was afraid to look at her as he led me to her. I held her hand and kissed her on the cheek. Her eyelids began to flicker for me. A few days in the hospital, then a week had passed. She began to feel sick towards the early morning. She told me it was something she had ate. Little did I know she was a week past late. To the doctor, she went and couldn't believe what they said. The monster had assaulted my wife, a seed he had bred. She came to the front door crying. I sitting at my desk, I grabbed my wife, and I asked her, baby, are you okay? And she began to shake. I sit her upon my knee, queen, queen, talk to me. She said to me, baby, I'm having a baby. Eyes bloodshot red, her face went pale. She told me she wanted to have the child. It wasn't the child's fault. How can she expect me to love a seed that will look exactly like his fucking daddy? Enraged, body temperature rising, as I said to her, baby, I don't know what to tell you, but I know I'll support you. And all she said was, baby, I need you to be strong for me and you. We should go through. That's why. I say to the unborn seed, you may look like your daddy. I will love you because you are part of your mommy, and I will be your father. If you need me to hold you, teach you, guide you, caress your mind and soul, you didn't ask to be here, but since you are, I'm going to open my heart and say to you, it's the spider of the water spider. But down came the rain and washed the spider around. Out came the sun and tried to pour the rain. And the itty bitty spider went up the spider again. But this time he won't be entering Beast Queen Piranha in the Now that. Is what we call on Beast Nation TV a total massacre of the mic. What do you feel about the massacre that just happened before you, for real? Man, 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 it gets no better than that, man. So many um, different styles and forms that's just was placed before us, man. Uh, I like that last one, man. It's just good spider, man. I don't know. Man, it just set me down here. Like I said earlier, man, all these pieces I've been heard, man, this is this is a recipe for for some uh, mad listening pleasure. But I'm just a bit around the crib, you know what I'm saying? I loved it all, man. I loved it all. And I'm so thankful. And we at Beast Nation and Team Hungry, you know, we love you unconditionally. We love Epiphany unconditionally. You family. You always gonna be my brother. Hey, man, you I'm that type of cat. Hey man, hey you you said that man, and that's word is born, brother. That's word is born. I can't wait to do the all, you know, return the favor, man, because we're gonna have y'all over at our crib soon too. Oh, whenever whenever you ready, you let me know, and I'm gonna bring the house of daggers, and we yeah. gonna will we do best. That's right, man. It's gonna happen real soon, so we'll talk about that, get that date together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 
definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, I would like to give a shout-out to Epiphany for gracing the mics of the Beast Nation. I want to give a shout-out to all of our sponsors and all of our affiliates. There you go. Shout-out to DSR. All give day. Give a shout-out to Epiphany. Give a shout-out to HOGG. I give That's a right. shout-out to Honey Drip Radio. I give Honey a shout-out to all of the radio stations, especially my brother, Steve McGoy, Scorpio Session. We are family. For real. Definitely they don't even understand what's about to go down. For real, no what's about to go down. Uh, yeah. They don't understand Amazing what's going show, down. Huh? We're going to tell you all about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing show. I definitely appreciate you for real coming and vibing with me on Beast Nation TV. I appreciate you. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you, sis. Hey, we had a couple members that I just wanted to shout out real quick. You know, um, the governor, a crunk who was listening and he didn't get a chance to go in, but I want to say a big shout out to him. William Washington, Rotun, uh, man, uh, Kalika. Uh, of uh, Wake Up program. So I just wanted to send a big shout-out to my family and anybody else that I may have forgotten. My love. And thank you, sis. Thank you, sis. You know what it is. Oh, oh yeah. All love. I'm glad you said that. Now, I'm going to talk to you exclusively. Okay. Because they did not have the opportunity to perform, to come represent I'm giving you a special golden ticket again. So on a day of your choice, on a Wednesday of your choice, on a no, on a day of your choice, we're going to have our special show, Return of the Artist. Okay. And on on and that's one of our shows that we do only once a month. So whatever artist we have on the show represent for the whole month, and we do a full bells and whistles interview. Those three names you said. When they are free, they okay. let me know the month, and I'll see if see if our month is not covered. If it is not covered, they're going to be representing that month on Return of the Artist with All right. Beast King Coyote and Panther as the host. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I sure let them know, man. I'll keep them posted on that one. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Now. I got to give my unlimited shout out love to my to my vice president of Beast Nation, my CEO of Beast Nation Radio. Can't do it without my better half, Lady Piranha. You take a bow, my love, because you <laughs> went in. Right. Thank you. I just want to say, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on Beast Nation TV. We couldn't have done it without you guys. Pharrell, the poet, you know I got mad love and respect for you, and I thank you tonight for coming. And this has been another production of Beast Nation TV. That's what I'm talking about. And with that being said, we about to cut off the lights. My brother, I'm going to get back with you. And everybody have a blessed night. It's Beast Nation team hungry all day. We rise. One love. One love.